folks. Grab a seat and pour your drink neat as Whiskers and Whiskies present Tales of the Trophies, the Big Ten's greatest rivalries, season one finale. Finale, finale. Actually, the end of it this time. Last week was the last trophy, but we told you we weren't done. We're coming back, and we are, and we've got some special guests joining us this week. Yes, we do. We are back. We couldn't stay away for too long. Joe, how are you feeling before we introduce our uh, our guests? <sighs> I'm good. We're we're back, just like uh, here Texas might be. Oh, oh, I can't. We well, we we have to talk about that. We have to we have to fit that in here off the top a little bit. Well, so. we'll we'll see what we can do about that. <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> well, talk about it. <laughs> um, well, why don't I uh, introduce the two guests we have here? So, uh, because it's a finale, uh, we decided to change up the format here. I guess I can describe what we're even going to do today. Um, so in order to accomplish our goals today, we needed to add a couple of uh, people to the episode. So these these two are uh, loyal listeners, longtime listeners, and even longer time friends. Uh, we've mentioned them a few times in multiple episodes. We have Chris, we have Doyle. How are you guys doing today, guys? Going on, feel good. Ready, uh, ready to talk some uh, Big Ten trophies here. Yeah, I've been I've been growing out my whiskers for a couple of days to <laughs> I love satisfy it. the title. I love it. It looks good, man. It looks Thank good. You. Thank you. We're happy to have you boys on. I gotta say, it's uh, it's nice. I'm very excited for this episode. Been looking forward to it all week here. Um, you know, feels feels good. Feels great. I'm very excited for what we're about to get into here. Yeah, so for the listeners, uh, we, we are going to still talk about a very special drink uh, to all of us uh, on the pod. And uh, after that, we're going to give uh, some of our top moments from season one, things that we've all enjoyed, uh, whether that be something that one of us did or if it's something that this, you know, a story within, um, you know, that we told today or told over season one. Uh, and then after that, we created a very, very nice bracket, March Madness style. We are going to, by the end of the episode, figure out who or what trophy was the best trophy of season one. Each round is sponsored. We have we're, we have uh, Lockheed Martin sp- sponsoring yes. uh, two of the first round games. So we've got Barstool sponsoring one. Are you talking about Dukes, this episode? Dukes, I was like, Dukes wow, Mayo we, got, we got really stepped it up this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be great. Gonna I mean, great. stay tuned. I mean, uh, Dickie V might talk about his sleepers or some of the Cinderella stories that we have on this bracket. I mean, it, I think we, we might. <laughs> we might. I think I'm. I, you know, I put that bracket together based on. I should note. It's all based on our composite scores throughout the yes. season. And I was actually really pleased with how it turned out. Like, you know, based on the rankings, I think we, we might, we might have some upsets. We got some great first round matchups. I think we might have some upsets in here. So I'm, I'm especially early on when we didn't have much to compare it to like towards yeah. the end, we had things I'm, I'm thinking some, some of those early episodes might be ranked a little bit low. So we'll see. Yeah, we, we shall see. And, and for us, this is going to be um, perfect. We have five people on the pod, so we're going to vote and majority rules is how uh, these trophies are going to advance throughout the bracket. And with so, our powers combined, we create Captain Planet. So that's yes. why we won five two as well. So there we go. Got um, so before we get to that, Joe, why don't you, for the last time in season one, tell us what we're drinking, why we're drinking it. Let's go. 
So this week we have a drink that is probably, like you mentioned, close to all of our hearts. Even Mike, I'm sure he's uh, kind of adopted it as a, a absolutely as a, uh, a favorite of his. Hearts and livers, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so feel free to chime in if you guys have anything to add. Uh, this is this is a drink that we had way too many in college called the Chameleon. And some people probably know know it as the Irish trash can or the trash can. Uh, it's just a whole bunch of shit put together and uh, with a, a floater of a Red Bull. So it's blue carousel, vodka, gin, rum, triple sec, peach schnapps, and then, like I said, the Red Bull floater. Um, so like uh, if anyone is actually watching on YouTube, uh, has the greenish blue kind of changes color as you drink it and you lift the floater as you go. <clears throat> so lots of lots going on in there. And uh, it's good for a nighttime Red Bull if you're yeah, looking not, for something not to keep the you best up. drink at, at eight in the evening. Did anyone else have trouble with the floater? I, I, no. I, I had some I, issues with mine. I did. That's why I had to get rid of mine. No, no. Ah, it's too. Did you put too much ice? Is it was it just too much liquid? Chris is riding uh, bareback. Yeah, a little, a little too much of the clear liquids. Oh, you just well, that's looking good. You gotta I am, commit. I am like right on the the brink of disaster. Here. I got, a, I got a nice so. teal color though. So, so you need a straw. You said you, you gotta commit. What's the key? Just like jam it in there and so like you gotta leave. Yeah. Make sure you have room, not too much ice, and yeah. just kind of jam it in there. But as you go, as you drink, and this was also something that happened in college at, at the Stone. As you chug it through your straw, yeah. you slowly lift it, and it will raise, obviously, raise the the level. And we have a, a good friend who likes to go around and lift that Red Bull to force people <laughs> to chug it as you're standing there. So yeah, I forgot a straw. This might be a little tricky here. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna have to do what here. Chris did. Yep, I don't have a straw either. Yeah, straw is key because then you can drink as you lift I, and I you're not nice trying to because you can't really tip it and, and drink out of the glass or whatever you're drinking oh, we're, out of we're, we're, we're doing that yeah. oh, without the red bull. Well, with the red bull no, i got one of the big red bulls <laughs> yeah i sometimes i like to use lemon juice but uh this time i went with red bull and, and just so you know i i did i i thought about sugar-free but i just went full red bull to get the full experience here and i also bought a second one that's blueberry so we might be taking an intermission for two and i'm like potty break to like yep. 4 a.m we'll see yeah hmm. we're gonna be bounced off the walls here yeah right. little, this little will be a six later. hour episode maybe uh <laughs> some late late night drops on warzone after this yeah. strap in and also just for the listeners uh you should now at least have an expectation that by uh the semifinals of this bracket <laughs> or the finals uh it's either going to get very sloppy speaking wise very argumentative or probably both so be ready I'm excited to see where this goes. All right, I'm very, guys. I'm, I'm very, very. Well, let's uh, let's get these. Uh, oh, these first I also forgot to mention. Here. Oh, uh, I did a little research on this, um, and I couldn't remember. And there's a very good reason that I don't remember. I don't think EJ remember. I don't think any of you guys remember, but I couldn't remember how much this drink cost at the Cornerstone. So I asked a few friends. Actually, one that still lives in Erie, and they're all <laughs> like, "Uh," one said probably like four dollars and then one said under six for sure so i i think it it's somewhere five. between three three to six bucks yeah uh, but there's a lot a lot of alcohol in this and I, I don't know how many we would drink in one night but it was uh sometimes what a steal a few what, like what a we, deal well, we also went to school in erie pennsylvania yeah. and that's and that's why uh yeah. if if you stuck to the special you didn't spend in that given week in any of the bars or on any given day during the week 
you probably didn't have to spend over 250 if you stuck to the specials. It was fantastic. Yeah, no, that, I mean, something something of this quality in DC would be easily 15, 20. Bucks. Oh, easily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like how you said this quality too. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's all high, you know, Vol- so. volume, volume of alcohol equals quantity or quality. Right. right. It's all yeah. top shelf liquor too, especially at the sun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bankers so this- club, bankers club, bankers club. It, uh, it also stays along the lines of the, the 10 cent beers on, on Wednesdays. So. That's what I was going to say. Besides the 10 cent Natty Light <laughs> Wednesdays, this was the next best special that they that re- everyone went to. So I also I let's, once, I was going to say, did, let's, yeah, uh, so let's not forget that uh, 10 cent drafts obviously got, you know, um, a lot of the attention on Wednesdays, but along with that was 50 cent wells or rail yes. drinks. So, Actually, didn't they do a tequila sunrise special? <laughs> yep. EJ had that a few times, didn't he? Yeah, I believe so. I think so. How yeah. did that, how did that Some, Sometimes out? it got, it turned into like a shitty night for him though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> two, two times in particular. <laughs> I remember. So we didn't, I mean, we didn't really go to bars. It was such a big Greek life culture at W and J that we didn't go to bars, but one spot time I did go to uh, Morgantown and I did, I think they were quarter pitchers at the time because they couldn't do penny pitchers anymore for state law. So it's a quarter now. That was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Highly recommend Morgantown. I went there on Halloween once. Too, Heard good man. things. I think we oh, even yeah. talked about it on here. I'm sure we did. I'm sure. Halloween. I recall a Halloween. Yes. Oh, yep. God. Oh, man. I'd like to see what they wear on a normal night. Yeah. See what they wore on Halloween. <laughs> All right, boys. Dudes, right. Why don't we? Yeah, uh, dudes. yeah. Yeah. Why don't we uh, cheers to this and uh, get on to the uh, top moments of the season one? So cheers, boys. Oh, can we talk a little bit about how Texas is back? My my top moment of season one is Texas being back. There we go. Look at that again. Change. Again. Change. That's nice. Oh, that's a real nice color change there. Yeah, my 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 poor get it, Doyle. Did a nice little nice little. Oh, nice Doyle, little there you go, Bob. We have to take a break now. <laughs> my man took it down. Well, we oh, can tell which one go. of us has two kids at home. <laughs> this is the highlight of my day for sure. <laughs> Your week, for sure. Look at that oh, color change. All right, Mike. Why don't you uh, start us off with uh, yeah. top moments here? Uh yeah. I mean. <laughs> I'm just going to say my top moment is Texas being back of this college. Football That's how you want to use it. Go ahead. I'm going to use it. Yeah. Every, every college football season, my top moment is Texas being back. All right. All right. All right. We have Texas being back for the 2022 season because Quinn Ewers entered the transfer portal, left Ohio state and he's heading back to Texas. I honestly think, it, I, listen, I know that I'm very facetious about Texas being back. I love them. I think the Quinn Ewers and Sark, I think that's actually going to be a really good combination. I think that's going to go together like, you know, lamb and tuna fish or maybe spaghetti and meatball if you're if not you comfortable prefer. with that analogy. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I think, or peas and carrots if you're a gumper like me. But I mean, I think it's going to be an awesome combination. I love how Texas is back every year. It's just something very near and dear to my heart. Uh, should, I, should I roll through all three of my uh, my favorites? Yeah, why don't we do that? All right. So, uh, number two, which may be my like genuine number one, is when we <laughs> talked about the Cyhawk Trophy, and we'll get to this a little bit later. The original creator looks just like Triple H, 
and like those <laughs> pictures of him with the original trophy, like just so proud, like him and his beer league buddies, like saved this robbery, came up with this trophy. It's such a knockoff of the Heisman, and he does look like Triple H if Triple H time traveled. Like that guy just just really warmed the cockles of my heart. How do you know he didn't? He, uh, if anyone can figure it out, it's probably the game, the cerebral assassin. <laughs> so, um, and I had another one for number three. Uh, well, actually, I, I'm moving some things around because, you know, I, I put Texas as number one. But number three for me, because uh, I know that it's already on your list, EJ, is um, the homeless dude guarding the Spartan. <laughs> <laughs> like that picture uh, when we talked about the Paul Bunyan trophy and there's like a legitimate looking homeless dude like next to the like you make it seem like, oh, like there's a really good, strong group of of students, it, it, some young Spartans, and they just paid some homeless guy. He then has piss jug next to his little cot there. He probably made five bucks for that, and they gave him a bottle of Boone's Farm. Like, come on, man. You guys got to step up the game. It's not like, high it, quality like a chameleon. No, no. I don't think they have the, the budget for the, the the same budget as the Stanley Cup with the with the handlers with the white gloves. <laughs> the with, the, gloves. with the white gloves, yeah. yeah. What if they did give that guy some <laughs> He had gloves on, but they didn't have fingertips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they polish the Spartan trophy while they're there, you know, just give it a nice little shine year with round. What? Is that is that whatever a whatever they have? Yeah, whatever yeah, they have. Spartan, <laughs> polish the Spartan trophy. <laughs> Everyone has to do it. <laughs> Sounds um, like we're right. getting into some hazing here. <laughs> There's no such thing as hazing, right, Mike? No, no such. We didn't such haze. That's not why we were kicked the, off. The fraternity brother here on the uh, the call. Yeah, I we didn't haze, man. We did not haze. Hey. It's just you know, it's just uh team building. <laughs> All right, Joe. Why don't you uh, why don't yeah. you give us your <clears throat> your top moments? Okay. Um, so I'll start with my number three. Um, it, it, this is, uh, it's not, not, a, not a knock, but, uh, I think it was episode two prior to me joining the show. Uh, there was, I think you guys recorded two in a row in the second episode. It got a little, EJ mentioned it earlier today, a little slurry. <clears throat> so I think that, that was, uh, I, I didn't, there was no slurring after I came in. So I kind of wrangled you guys, held everyone accountable. <laughs> we, we got really tuned up. Well, you yeah. know, you do the first episode, right? And then you have the second one and yeah, I keep drinking. Yeah, we got yeah. pretty tuned up. So I think that I think that was that was fun to listen to. Um and, and I've also witnessed many times the slurring in person. So <laughs> it's fun to imagine just being there and, and what is coming out of his face. Did did we get a visual of the EJ walk? Ooh, yeah, <laughs> essentially. Uh and then number two. Uh, I think number two for me was uh, the episode with the five dollar bits of broken chair, just because the the charity that's involved and it it holds a, a place in my heart uh, as one of the most important trophies or, or probably the most important trophy when it comes to that kind of stuff. So um, really cool trophy. And that was uh, a fun one for me. Yeah, uh, um, let's put that one on my list, but I thought you might have it. So I got I you covered. Yeah. Uh, and then number one was, uh, I think someone else might mention as well, but uh, when Adam came on, Adam from New Holland came on and we talked all of their spirits and dragon's milk and, and all that stuff. So maybe we can have him on some other time uh, to talk some other new stuff. I know they had some new releases come out too that he was able to hint at, but c couldn't really talk about. 
Um, so maybe we can highlight some of that stuff uh, on our story or something. But uh, yeah, that's my top one, uh, kind of getting educated from a, uh, a boozer. Yeah, that yeah. is live now. Some of the stuff that he talked about. Yeah. About I haven't tried it yet, fun. but I'm trying to, I'm talking to him, trying to get my hands on some. So if yeah, I do, we'll, I wish uh, kind enough to share that, uh, that dragon's milk. <laughs> dragon's oh, the milk white. white. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, was good. that stuff was real good. Yeah, it was delicious. Um, okay, I'll, I'll go next. Uh, so my top moments, I guess I didn't really think of these in like a numbered order. They're kind of all, you know, close to, to how each can other. You put in it, my... How can you rank? You know, like how oh, you just you said rank? Texas was number I didn't, one. I didn't say like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't really <laughs> say I was going to rank them. I just said my top moments. I don't know. I don't know. They're just kind of grouped together. Um, not surprisingly, two of these have to do with Mike uncontrollably laughing. Um, so we'll start off with uh, Mike laughing at multiple dick jokes. And I, I, they weren't really supposed to be dick jokes. They're just, you know, people named Dick. Listen, uh, and, but when your and, name is Dick Locker, <laughs> And dicked out. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> what do you want me to do? I uh, I, I watched. I just watched uh, Why Him, the movie with uh, James Franco, and that just brought me back to dicking, double dicking. I've never <laughs> seen that movie. Oh. Did you borrow my magazine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Oh I, wait, I... that's the one with Brian Cranston. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Is that worth a watch? absolutely i got some time off here franco's like, pretty good in it do it yeah just kind of crazy in it i may give that a shot Heck, dude <laughs> but listen um, i mean when you see dick locker like when you see him <laughs> and you see his name it's, it's locker is, it's locker <laughs> but okay. but see this yeah this is kind of where oh, that is kind <laughs> <laughs> of the pod are you yeah are you saying pan panned it, oh there's two m's so, yes, yes. So my my next uh, moment, I guess, if you want to call it number two, uh, was also Adam joining um, because I, I feel like of all of our guests, even including the two today, which you guys will get to know, I feel like that was like the different guest. Oh, I guess my coworker too. It was just nice to have someone that was like professional and it, it was cool to actually like really what dive into something. Mean? I, good are, you, professional on the show. are you a professional drink i don't understand i'm a professional drinker that's probably for damn sure <laughs> yeah I, I think i can get licensed in that yeah um yeah it was just it was very cool to just actually like hear about um new things because again like i think along with myself I, before joe's bachelor party actually i had no idea that um new holland actually brewed or distilled alcohol like liquor um there i just know because they're beers so oh, he brought stuff to the bachelor party didn't he yeah i had the gin in my house for forever and i i don't like gin i oh, should have uh, knickerbocker right yeah yeah so it's not the only thing i learned at joe's bachelor party <laughs> <laughs> um so it's just cool to have him come on and and, and talk about it because it's just so knowledgeable and um so I, I thought that was really cool i thought that was a great addition um to that segment that week and then the the top moment for me is also a, a, an episode two um beauty and it was it was one of those things where as you know the the my responsibility for the pod is to really try and keep things moving and that day there that episode there was just no no moving mike from laughing at the bucket and the old oaken bucket and the idea I, I tried to move him along and then it turned into me laughing at him laughing it was uh it was just one of those moments listen when 
when you really like break there's some situations that when you really break it down in your head and think about try to put yourself in the other person's shoes think about the logistics of this whole thing how did it come to be that a bucket that they two doctors not only like they, these are folks that have like they are well respected right and they have years of education and they are well respected in the community how did it come to be that they decided that the best object to represent their state their home state many thousands of fine people and a football tradition how has it came to be that they decide a bucket was the best thing to represent that that just it hey, blows my mind and, the, the possibilities we, are endless and we might get into this argument you know later on with the bracket but uh, as you kind of pointed out about the cyhawk trophy maybe maybe having a doctorate and being so well respected is not the qualifications you want in a person you just gotta be triple h you gotta be the game the cerebral assassin that that's what you need baby you just gotta be drinking some pounding some schlitz at the bowling alley and that's i mean that's where the that is the heart of college football not in the ivory towers in some you know establishment at the university no it's down the bowling alley not indy where they have the big 10 blue collar Blue collar hey, solid, baby. Or you're just five friends that are currently on a podcast that create a trophy you know, yeah. for a rivalry that to be determined. We're going like to do it. Guys. Idea. I'm, I'm ready to do it. Um, we're we're going to. Any, any way we can get a chameleon type trophy? Ooh. A little, uh, Red Bull? Red Bull looking to sponsor. I got this trophy. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's not a, for much longer, Doyle. Hope, hope Nick's not a listener. <laughs> that is a, that more is importantly a i hope he's not trophy. watching on youtube yeah. <laughs> that's right um, i bet he's sleeping right now his wife locked him in his room with yeah. his with his door open yes underwear on okay got it um on. Yeah. is that the douglas now uh, i don't know it's still robbie he hasn't given it to me um because he's robbie but um, Robbie, if you're listening, well, Robbie's not listening either. You need to send well, that trophy out here. to Joe. I can get Just... him here in five minutes. Is he <laughs> is is he welcome at your house? At my house? Yeah, looks like yeah, everyone's he... welcome there. Yeah, he's welcome. Yeah, well, thank thank you for welcoming me too. You're yeah, welcome. I feel very welcome. Yeah, yeah, you're just welcoming everyone. We appreciate that. You got it. Um, all right, Chris, as a, as a listener, I'm excited to hear you, your guys' uh, opinion, your, yours and Doyle's. Um, so yeah. what was what was kind of things that stuck out for you as a, as a listener? I got two. Um, the first one would be Mike's infamous hangover episode. Where we didn't drink. <laughs> where After a wedding, right? I think it was yeah, the Shillelagh yeah. uh, episode. I think that, yeah, that was it. I, yeah. I remember that episode very well. So that stands to reason I wasn't drinking. That was a, that was a rough one for Mike. Couldn't, couldn't name, uh, was it the the three quarterbacks from, from Alabama? Yeah. 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 That was a tough time for me. That was a really <laughs> bad day. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that, that uh, was a little rough. So that, that whole episode I think was, uh, was one of my high points. And then the other one <clears throat> would have to be when, uh, I think it was the, the week after Miami, almost beat Alabama. Uh, but uh, that was like the high point of the Miami season. <laughs> I don't know about that, man. Tyler Van Dyke overall is, is, is the high point, but um, no, last, last week was the high point. I take that back. Last week was the high point. Well, how no, I mean, the, the off week. Yeah. Chris, no, crystal ball. Hiring yeah. crystal ball. Uh, yeah, absolutely. The high point. 
Yeah. I mean, last week I said it, but I'm curious to get your guys' opinion, but like how pissed is Brian Kelly when he like shows up and does his fake Southern accent, like, you know, jerk off (laughs) bullshit. My family. Mario Cristobal (laughs) comes up and starts speaking Spanish. Like, yeah. Brian well, Kelly might have a hit spot out for Mario Cristobal. He's, he's a man he's of the from, people, He's man. from here. He knows. He knows how yeah. to live here. You know. Well, as Brian Kelly's pretty much from Louisiana, didn't you hear him? I mean, think <laughs> that guy. He eats Saturn's rice. Like, come on. Did you? Uh, did you guys see the the video of him with the with the recruit with the yeah. the three sixty oh video? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Really getting those recruits, coach. Right, man. He he he's a man of the people. Dude, how does someone people, how do, like, I know that high school kids, like, high school males' brains are not fully developed yet, but how do you think that guy's cool? Like, how do you look at that video and be like, I want to go play for that guy? <laughs> you don't. You say you want to go to LSU for other reasons. Make and money. You deal with, yeah, yeah, and you deal with him. Or or you like his assistants. You probably don't even, like, talk to him, right? You know, I feel That's like right. he's, he's a guy that probably doesn't even go to people's houses. He just, right. like, you know, sends them that stupid video. <laughs> yeah so those are those are my two 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 favorite points the the mike mike hangover episode and just everyone shitting on miami which i'll say is back now mm. miami is back Ooh, who's, who's wait 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 who's more back texas or miami oh miami. we will see 100 well, percent miami listen we, texas we is back every see. year boys let me see miami. miami's back every year uh doyle anyone who wants to come to miami game i live like i don't know Half an hour from where they play. Miami. Ooh. Ooh. There you yeah. go, listeners. Uh, we will give, we will dox Doyle and give you all of his information. <laughs> we'll, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll uh, Doyle's house. upload his address onto the story. <laughs> yeah. I, knew there, show I knew there was a reason we didn't send EJ a Christmas card. <laughs> um, wrong. It's actually on my fridge. So. Ah. <laughs> um. All right. So, what was uh your top moment, Doyle? So. I, I, along with most of the panel, uh, love the Adam episode, uh, hearing about, you know, the brewing, um, and everything that's going on there was really, it was, it was really great. It was a great episode. Um, but you know, since everyone said that, uh, I'm going to throw a dislike in here instead, Ooh, uh, the UM game, UM MSU game, there was a noticeable bias in the social media mm. posting towards <laughs> MSU. It turned me off. That was a turn off right it away. It wasn't just social media. It was in our, our notes for the show as well. <laughs> Noticeable bias. Um, but a, a positive on the social media, um, you know, I've, I've never been much of a, a sports better. I only became legal in Florida in November. Uh, and you guys do a lot of kind of hive minding the sports betting there. Uh, and I like... You know, as I'm getting more into it, well, not not anymore since Florida got rid of for a second. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, as I get more into it, it's it's nice to see how you guys think about about things because you guys have been doing it for a lot longer um, and kind of looking for the the good the good odds uh, and the the kind of sure things like you know MSU at UM. Uh, it is a slippery slippery slope oh definitely yeah definitely 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 i i already saw so like because you know i i bet on every bowl game um you bet on everything yeah well college football women's curling (laughs) what's wrong with women where i i already had um 
I had a, a parlay pulled together for today, and I know that the only game I'm going to miss is BYU. I, I, cause that part is already dead, but I know that my other bets are going to cash. I know it for sure. It's just BYU is going to be the one that screws me. I have a nice little I parlay know. too. And I'm one for one. Isn't so that far. game over? Yeah. BYU lost you. But he's oh. saying when oh, it's so all said and done. Yeah. 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 Um, I, I'm actually, I think around, I think I'm at right at 500 so far on, uh, on bowl games. So. Yeah. Doyle to, to your point, betting's obviously been new for me too, because prior to it, becoming legal on like sporting apps. I mean, I really only bet uh, a couple of times when I was like in Vegas or I had like a coworker who um, has a house in Vegas. So he had frequently would go and then would go to a sports book and, and um, bet some things for me. But typically I just bet like uh, futures, like uh, who's going to win a championship and stuff like that. It wasn't really like game by game. So uh, when it was legal last year, uh, it, it was really fun because I think it legalized Joe, was around like March Madness? Is that when we first kind of started to dive in? Was it, um, I, I know I got big into like NBA right around the finals. Was that like, yeah. I think it was right after but, March Madness maybe? Yeah, because we did. Or, no, I think yeah, it was March. We did terrible in March Madness. And then, and then NBA kind of made a comeback. Yeah. yeah, we did much better in the NBA. But it's it's fun because that was something where like March Madness uh, bet a lot of like the overs and unders, which is nerve wracking mm-hmm. um, and yeah. spreads. And then like the NBA, I know Joe does this in live bets, but typically in the NBA, what I was most successful with, especially in the playoffs, was prop bets, like players mm-hmm. hey, scoring so many points. So it's just kind of been a learning thing for me too. Like I, I bet sport different sports differently it's, like, it's a great great better. feeling when you do a prop bet and that player gets hurt in the first quarter <laughs> <laughs> yeah that happened a couple of times anthony davis is not getting any of my bets ever again i like it because because you could you you when you bet on games like you pay more attention to them so yeah, it gets yes. you more you know it gives you skin in the game so even if you don't care mm-hmm. about that game it, it gets exactly. you kind of intrigued and you care more and like yeah i agree 100 yeah. honestly it's so it's so funny down here because Obviously, it's such a, a big political in issue. Florida, in Florida. Sorry. Yes, I, I live in Florida, in Miami. You know, I live 30 minutes from the UM stadium, as I said. Um, <laughs> but it's such a big political campus. It is not on campus. It's where the Dolphins play. He's a sophomore. <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man, there are the girls here. Whew. Wow. Anyway. Hope your wife Kristen apparently wow. is not a listener. <laughs> Kristen's not a listener. Uh, anyway. Let's not kid ourselves. None of our wives. Yeah, have, so. I see a lot of yeah. girls. I see a lot of guys too. <laughs> but it's such, it, it's so weird. It's such a big political issue. Uh, like on the anti-gambling side, it's all about morality and out-of-state money coming in here and trying to suck out the money. Um, and it's just like, no, it's it's like a more fun way to be more interactive with the sports you're watching. So like it's not, there's nothing like immoral about this. It's why just, not make money on it? People are going to do it right. no matter I'll, what. I'll say this. Uh, so, you know, in, in Western PA, in, you know, half of the people in this podcast can attest to it. Like malls are dying around here, right? But my the Westmoreland Mall by me um, actually just put in a uh, Pittsburgh Live. So even though we're about mm-hmm. 40 minutes outside of Pittsburgh, Live Casino came to establish Pittsburgh Live. They ripped out the bond talent and they put in a casino it is gorgeous there's a guy theory restaurant in the thing it's i went over there to pick up all the shit that i need to That's make a million and uh it was packed and i mean 
the mall was packed the casino was packed the movie theater due to spider-man was packed ej i'm actually going tomorrow to try to avoid spoilers but like it was just so odd like it's i like my favorite thing about the holiday season is like the hustle and bustle of it so like having the casino there was kind of cool too because like you know that that mall very well could like could have died off but with the casino being there now i think it's great i think it's a good money maker like there's think about all the money lost from covid like all these businesses that shut down and people that are struggling yeah. like that's just an easy way to make that try make some of it well, back well yeah and like, if your business is struggling you just go and put you know put some money yeah. on bread and just put your, going put your retirement on like a, or like on a less bama uh, a less you know sexy kind of viewpoint these got like state governments are losing a lot of money because people aren't buying things. So they're losing a lot of sales tax revenue. Yeah. You could be getting that back on the gambling tax, right? Oh, like, yeah. you know, the, the, this is a way for states to make tons of money. Oh yeah. I mean, and it's, listen, people are going to try to do it no matter what, like yeah. just it, let them do it. it you know, Especially it the people sense. that live close to the border that can just like hop over the yeah. border and bet. Like even here, like in Maryland, there were issues with it before. And sometimes my phone you still wouldn't can't, register. You still can't gamble in Maryland. I are you sure? Yeah, they, they, MGM so, just opened you know, in Maryland. So what they did? They can't do online yeah. sports betting. Oh, not yet. They, yeah, they haven't. They haven't gotten online yet, but they did officially yes. get a book. But it's like that's so ridiculous. Like how stupid is that? Because I can literally drive a mile over the border to Virginia and bet. Why yeah. people are going to do it? Like they're in in a, a place like that, you can. It's so easy to just cross the border and bet because you're I think, doing it all the day, all the time. Yeah, so I feel like the been... the dams kind of just like burst on on sports gambling and on like legalizing marijuana. I feel like there's so many like yeah, states now that are benefiting from it. Like Doyle said, like with taxes and stuff that, mm-hmm. um, and it's just not as culturally. Uh, of a stigma as it was say 20 years ago or whatever so the money that florida is not making in selling covid masks they can make up from (laughs) betting look we we like to give our citizens here the the micro the monoclonal antibody treatment you know it's it's really funny because (laughs) it's funny because you know i've got all, all my family in new york i'm from buffalo new york um and my parents, for a long time, it was hard for them to find like a same day COVID testing center. But in Florida, you know, ever since I moved here, which is, you know, 18 months ago about, um, you know, there's like five or six same day testing centers, you know, that I could get in line and have the results within 24 hours, you know, by is my that house. Because they're just saying, yeah, minutes. you're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe. Uh, with we're testing, yep. Like yep. the GIF that go. The, the security guy that's like wanding people into the stadium, and he's <laughs> yeah. just kind of like, <laughs> yeah. Is uh is now a good right. time to announce the Whiskers and Whiskey sports betting app? Oh um, my gosh, I freaking would, dude. I, hey, I, listen, oh. JoJo's had some ideas, so don't don't count them out here. <laughs> we uh we we have some ideas. I don't know if any are going to be as grand as that, but uh you know we'll we'll see. We we uh. uh we are pretty experienced betters and we have some issues with current betting uh, apps. So, you know, True. stay tuned. So I, I didn't mean to devolve into a 20 minute discussion. That's on what we do best, my, baby. That's what but, uh, gambling, COVID uh, one, and weed. <laughs> one other thing I wanted to mention, uh, you know, being from New York, it's not, New York's not a big college state. Um, so there's not a lot of emphasis placed on college football mm-hmm. at all. 
Uh, it's really about the professional teams, the Bills, uh, Giants and Jets, obviously. Um, so Cortica. <laughs> Cortica for one week of the year, and yes. that, and no one else cares about it. No, uh, and, e- and even schools. then, it's just like the cent- the central New York. It's just outside of central New York, no one cares about Cortica. Um, but it, it was great to see and and hear from from you guys about how connected and and what the college sports in the Big Ten, obviously is the the focus of the show, what it means to you guys, um, and kind of, that helped me get kind of more involved with or, or pay more attention to uh college football for myself so uh just hearing your guys takes on everything kind of focused me on you know what's going on in the in the sport generally so i, I really appreciated that part thanks man I, I i mean i i've said it on the podcast before and i really mean it i think college football is the best form of the sport I, it's my favorite thing mm-hmm. to watch i will literally watch any game i had UAB and, and BYU on her, and I absolutely will bet every game. But I mean, it's it's just like it's so fun because it means so much. Like it's so much more than just a game. And I love it. I love the culture around it. Like if you're into it and you love it, as I hope you know, everyone here and all of our listeners are. Like, I mean, it's fun. If if you're not into it, like Doyle, I'm glad that, that you've gotten into it. it this has been a good way to help get you more invested in it because it is fun, man. Like, I mean. There's nothing like the first Saturday in September when I turn on my TV and I hear, you know, big and rich, we're coming to your city and I'm watching game day for the first time. Like I, it's just, ah, well, and it's just, it's one of those things where, especially for a lot of the country, uh, they don't have professional teams or you're not, maybe you're not from like a big city or near a big city. So college sports just dominate those. Like it, it can take a middle of nowhere town and, and give them something like, you know, Nebraska is as bad as Nebraska has been the last 10 years. I mean, they sell out their 90,000 person stadium every week. Doesn't matter how bad they are, because that's just what the corn Huskers mean to them. And, and it's just like, I feel like college football does that all around the country at, you know, multiple different power five group of five. Like I, I feel like some of those towns, like some of the best towns are college towns. And, and I think a lot of I, those come with football. I think we're getting to a really exciting part of the college football history. Like this next chapter needs to be super exciting. There's a lot of things that are happening with, you know, the sec expanding, adding Texas and Oklahoma, sec and versus the Alliance, a potentially, you know, expansion of the playoff. Deion Sanders and Jackson state, yeah. like what he's doing for HBCUs is incredible. And well, taking, even... snatching the first overall pick like or, or not first overall pick, but like number one recruit Basically. in this. Yeah. Essentially the first overall pick number one recruit in the class. Like that's, and what NIL money is going to do for like, I, yeah, said, I think even bigger that after. was barstool. Yeah. No, like, I, I like honestly think that Dion sponsorships. Just, just did it. Like I, Dion wanted to coach at Forest state. Well, apparently there was some bad blood there. So he said, all right. And he did that. I think despite them, I'm I'm sure that we'll coach shipping in some NIL money, like no doubt, but like. Bill coach, essentially that the Florida state shouldn't be too upset about that kid. It's picking there because give it like one to two years and they're both going to be at Florida state. Yeah. I I mean, it could be, this could be the first ship that falls in the, like, I get that. Like maybe for this kid, like, it's not great for the pros because you're not doing like the Bama thing where you're going against you are a receiver going against an NFL DB every day of practice. Right. Like, but 
this if and Deion Sanders, you know, I, I think he, he can do it now where he can be like, hey, you know, you see what we're building here, right? You know, get some more kids. If he gets one NFL prospect DB, like a high school kid that's a top recruit to come in and go against this kid, and then you start building on that, building on that. I mean, what he did at Jackson State in his second year, incredible. And who knows? I mean, he could very well end up leaving there and maybe going to Florida State or maybe going somewhere or, else. But or like, Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, th- I think true. one of the good things about college football this year was just the parody and, you know, having, you know, I, I think almost every week uh, a, a top 10 or top 15 team, yeah. you know, was had a loss this year. So I think that was the, and, and this is like the first year that I can really remember where, you know, you you couldn't predict, you know, I, I, I you know, I go back to like Clemson, everyone thought Clemson was uh, basically a shoe in for the for the national or for the playoffs yeah. and you know Ohio State, that's yeah. exactly so yeah, yeah. I, I think we're really starting to see um i don't think we heard dj what, what was that <laughs> Ohio state uh, we kind of talked about it like all year long where the playoff was just getting really boring when you had the same three schools and then the fourth exactly. school rotated you know a, yeah. a team that wasn't really going to win and then the other times that, you know, you had a really strong team. It was, you know, an SEC West team or an SEC team beating Alabama. So but maybe the no money and, and stuff will shift that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. You're fine. No, you're, you're right, Chris. I mean, I, and we talked about this on the pod too, is that every week, like, it was like, oh, who knows what can happen. But like, we start getting further and further towards the end of the season. It's like, man, I still really don't know what can happen. You know, it yeah. was pretty clear i think in championship weekend but there was still a lot of doubt i mean had oklahoma state won you know like who knows what would have happened there and also i feel like the beginning of the year was one of the rare i I don't know maybe i just haven't been paying that close of attention outside of like michigan state um this year i really paid a lot more attention to college football as a whole but I feel like those first couple of weeks, typically you don't get too many non-conference, right? You'll, you'll get a couple big games that are on non-conference and, you know, uh, the majority of the programs just because the playoff, you can't lose more than one game and get in. Right. So a lot of teams don't take that risk at the beginning of the year. And this year it just felt different. I felt like those first yeah. four weeks, there were so many good ah. non-conference and ah. they put some conference games up at the beginning of the year. And it was just feel like a lot more fun and i hope an expansion on the playoff encourages um more of that because it's just i feel like it was better for everyone it was better for the teams that got to play good competition early it was good for all the fans that got to watch good games like i hope that i hope that continues and the incentives you know for those teams continue the right way yeah it it was we were very blessed i think we said every week we, we were pretty blessed with like there was no like down week there was no week where i was like oh man there were a few we thought it was going to be kind of down and it, it turned out to be upset exciting yeah. Actually, yeah. we did have a week where we thought it was gonna be goofy or yeah. we thought it was gonna be like down and being really goofy like just all kinds mm-hmm. of crazy upsets as as evidenced by your uh barstool uh balance yes yes as evidenced by my barstool balance yeah uh which is doing okay well i don't know i mean when you bet when you bet your whole balance on all of the bowl games before Christmas, it's kind of hard to tell where you stand. Am I up? Am I down? Who knows? So, 
All right. Well, why don't we, uh, since we kind of started the ball rolling here on talking college football, why don't we get to our bracket here? The, the bell of the ball, you know, let's, let's, let's decide which trophy in season one was the best trophy. So uh, I think the easiest way, because it's going to be too hard to visualize, I think for listeners, um, they, they're not going to have access to, um, I, I guess we're, we're going to post it, uh, the, the bracket. So I recommend if you are listening and you find it hard to kind of visualize what the bracket looks like, uh, we'll make sure to post it. But I think instead of me first going through how we numbered them, I think it's smarter just to go through the, um, uh, the matchups, uh, and, um, let you know what the numbers are. So we do the bracket itself is, uh, one through 16. Uh, so very like college basketball, March madness. Games. We have and then we have two play-in games. Yeah. Uh, one will go into the 16 seed, uh, and that's where we'll start. And then the other one goes into, I believe, the 13 seed. Yes. Uh, so we'll get into that. Do we want to uh, give all the matchups right up front, or do, do we just go through? Give them, give, uh, give the give the kids some suspense, you know? Like, yeah. Hey. Let's let's <laughs> let's let's give them some uh, some some suspense. Jeez. There you go, buddy. Here. Oh, can you already hear that. There we go. Got to keep the listeners listening, right? today uh junior yes uh so what what i'll do uh for everyone um and and i i told the guys uh on the pod here beforehand but for you listeners uh i am going to give you the matchup so the two schools the trophy and then i'll give a description of the trophy uh just to give you a reminder of what it looked like and then i'll give you very quickly just um a little bit of the history just because we know there was 18 trophies and it's hard to remember all the way back, you know, 16 weeks ago. So I'll just give you guys a, a quick um, history bullet point, a couple bullet points to help you remember. And then uh, what I think we should do is just if, if anyone, if any one of you four want to uh, have a strong feeling about it and want to start uh, give an opinion on who you think should win and, you know, rebuttals as necessary, and then we'll vote and advance a team on and, and move on to the next uh, matchup. Does that sound good? Sounds good to me. Yep. Can we, can we, before we get into the bracket, oh. I, I have a question. Can we, can okay. we, can we digress for a second? Can we, can we also, since we've talked, this show is based on football and it's also based on booze. Can we also give sure. a shout out to whiskey Joe and all the great drinks that he's given us this year and maybe give our, our top drink from this season each, because yes. he's done a hell of a job, I think pulling all this together. And I, I, I want to take a minute here and just, it, I mean, everyone can, can give a drink, but for me, I just want to say the whiskey sour is maybe one of the most making that drink. I was so proud of myself because I was very intimidated by the egg whites <laughs> to like, you know, like that whole process, but it turned out great. I never liked whiskey sours, but thanks to you, hmm. Joe, I now is- do enjoy whiskey sours and I, I, I've made them for myself since then. So thanks buddy. I appreciate so, the hell out of you. Pal. I'm glad you liked it, but I will say not all whiskey sours are created equal. So <laughs> keep that in mind if you're if you're trying more though. I was gonna I, I, I absolutely will. Yeah, what I'll say is um on that same note, I, I would say my favorite was definitely so that was the Templeton sour uh that we did for the Cyhawk that had mm-hmm. the egg. And then I can't remember if it I don't know, wasn't the oh excuse me. It wasn't the did, Detroit old fashioned. I want to believe it was the, the maybe the beer drinkers old fashioned. We did fashioned. the dragon's milk old fashioned. Yeah, that was it's on the story. Uh, let me see. 
Um, but the one where we use instead of a sour mix that we used like the fresh juice, uh, that yes. one was, that was another, cause I do like yes. whiskey sours and that was, uh, definitely one of my favorite. I think you're thinking the whis- winter whiskey sour was that, uh, bourbon, there we lemon go. juice, lemon juice, fresh <laughs> OJ, simple syrup yeah. and orange. Yep. That was, that was it. So I definitely liked the Templeton sour because I, I do like the egg finish. And then, um, that winter whiskey was definitely my favorite. I, well. I enjoyed, um, when Joe, Joe talked about, uh, the, the pairings for the, the boiler makers. I appreciated that. Oh yeah. What, what whiskey go oh, well with what beers? Yes. Well, yeah, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you did. Cause that's something that I definitely never really thought about. I just usually grab, you know, I, super I, light I, I thought about it today when I was at the, the store getting everything for the chameleon and I got a, um, I, I got some scotch and, and, and Joe's recommendation was, uh, what was it? Smoky, smoky whiskey with, was it a stout? Yeah, the stout yeah, with like a pe- up, PD or, yeah. or smoky whiskey. Yeah. 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 So I appreciated <laughs> that. So for me, I there there was a I can't remember what the drink was, but there was one where it was Kool-Aid. <laughs> Adult Kool-Aid. Adult <laughs> yeah, Kool-Aid. That's it. Doyle loves his Kool-Aid. I remember going to the store because I had never heard of green apple Kool-Aid and I could not imagine it tasting good with tequila. And I could not find green apple Kool-Aid. So I, I still can't imagine it tasting good. If I find um, some, I'll send it to you. Please, please. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but I, I, I don't, I don't usually, uh, I mean, I listen to you guys on my way to work, so I usually don't drink with you. Um, <laughs> that, that's for legal reasons. He <laughs> right. Um, and I, I, I'm like, a, you know, if I'm, if I'm drinking, I'm drinking bourbon straight on the rocks, maybe. Um, that's my guy. You know, don't don't waste any volume on mixers, right? Yeah, like this all, drink all that's all stuff. mixers. Hell that we're yeah, today. <laughs> well, not all mixers, but there's a lot of alcohol in there. So, I mean, it's all all yeah. all of this is alcohol. They're all alcohol. Besides the Red Bull, the Red Bull is a, a mixer. That's true. But... Um, well, th- I'm glad you guys liked it. So thank you, and thanks, Mike, for your kind words. Uh, for me, I, well, I, I this throughout this whole seg- every segment each week, I try not to just. I know it's whiskers and whiskey. But you can only do whiskey like neat or whiskey on its own on the rocks so many times. I mean, we could do we could try different whiskeys every week, but that gets very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So life. so for me, the the my favorite was the bootleg cocktail. That was I think it was Minnesota oh, yeah! and I forget who else, but it was the bootleg mix was kind of what made it unique. Uh, and I have it up here actually. The bootleg mix is it's like lime or lemonade, lime juice or lemonade. And you put in mint with it. So it's kind of like a mojito slash whiskey sour. It's kind of a mix, like a hybrid. And it was delicious. Caipirinha. Yeah, 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 that's what it kind of had. Like whiskey sour, mojito, caipirinha kind of vibe to it. I know know how much you love a caipirinha. It's my favorite drink, yeah. (laughs) This summer we'll have to make some. It's a very good summer drink. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sorry to diverse there, but no, no, that was a that was a good call. yeah. And that, and that just, uh, you know, makes us think about what we're going to do in the future, because obviously that was, I think a very fun segment for us. Cause I'm, I'm not like a mixologist. I, I usually don't mix things together, but I did enjoy trying to do that kind of thing. Like the wine float and, you know, the egg yolk and, you know, it was, or the egg whites, um, not the yolk. Um, it definitely try with the yolk. <laughs> that's for damn sure. So yeah, try. Like and none of yeah, none of them were like super 
difficult that That's I don't think any key. of us really were struggled with them. So it's in, it's intimidating when you look at it, but when you do it, it's or when like, you see the finished products, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, well, then let's uh, let's get right into this bracket. So we will start off with our uh, first play-in game. So this play-in game is going to be for uh, the number sixteen seed. Uh, so the first uh, trophy in this matchup is the freedom trophy and the freedom trophy was if you guys remember uh it's played between nebraska and wisconsin and i'll give you a quick description so essentially it was um a pretty big wooden base uh that was i don't know maybe about a foot and a half and it just has on, on the front of it it has a um plaque that has the scores and everything uh, it says Freedom Trophy, and then the top part of it had a stadium, and one side of the stadium was designed um, to look like Camp Randall, uh, Wisconsin's, the other one, the Memorial Stadium for Nebraska, and then coming out of the stadium was a massive American flag. Texas car uh, dealership flag. Yep. Yes. So <laughs> that is what the Freedom Trophy uh, looked like. And uh, just a quick a reminder of what it was, uh, the history behind it. So it was created in 2014, and that was in response to the Big uh, Ten realignment. And that was uh, when both schools got put into the Big Ten West and became regular um, foes. And the ideas came uh, from the ADs of each school, and the hope was to celebrate uh, both schools' patriotic ties uh, was kind of their, their line of thinking on, on the design of the trophy and the name of it. Um, so that's you know, freedom I, trophy. I know I wasn't high on it at the beginning, but like, why, why don't you like just wait? More I look at it. Okay. Well, <laughs> okay. why don't, why don't you, you're going to have your chance here. I'll wait a while. Uh, so then the governor's victory bell is what it is uh, matching up against. And so <laughs> the governor's like the picture I chose <laughs> victory bell is uh, uh, played between Penn state and Minnesota. And so the description of it again is it's a, a smaller wooden base. Uh, that's kind of like a, not a trapezoid. And what it has in the middle is cut out of wood. Uh, the wood's cut out and it has a bell there. And then at the top, it has um, a plaque that describes what the name of the trophy is and who, you know, when it was created uh, and who it's played between. And it was created in 1993 when Penn State joined the Big Ten. And the reason why they uh, it was against Minnesota was that was a, their first Big Ten game in the league. Uh, so the governors of each state came up with the idea to commemorate the game uh, moving forward. So that is our play in matchup. The governor's victory bell against the freedom trophy for the 16 seed. What do we got fellas? What do you guys think? I, I mean, I said it, I think I like the freedom trophy. The more that I look at it, like I know it's harsh on, but I think I'm really going to like this trophy in years to come. Uh, it's huge. I like for me, size is big. I love it. Uh, there's something so endearing about the governor's victory victory about the fact it breaks all the time it's just so cute it tries uh <laughs> yeah uh, what, what do you guys think like i'm kind of torn I, i'm not a big fan of either of these so it's hard to it's kind of a toss-up for me it's gonna get dog walked by the number one seed either way <laughs> yeah so yeah that. it really doesn't matter um <laughs> I, I really didn't like the bell i don't like the freedom i'll go bell just because it's a diff- little different even though I don't true. really like it, it. Yeah, but it's not a functional bell. We talked about that. Too. That's the true. But the freedom, it's just a standard box with a little flag on top. I don't know. I'll, I'll go bell, but I'm not. You might, you could probably change my mind, but I'll go bell. 
I, I I'm gonna get freedom, but I want to hear what the other guys think too. All right, Chris. Uh, yeah, as a guest, I'll go with the uh, the Freedom Trophy uh, with Mike. I like the the girth of it, the sheer size. Um, oh yeah, baby. I, I do like the bell, but um, yeah, I'm gonna go size here. I'm a size size queen. Doyle. <laughs> I mean, I I don't like trophies that that kind of try to tie America in and and try and like you don't like America. You know, I love America. No, no, love America. Best country <laughs> in the world. Uh, but you know, it, it, it's a rivalry trophy. You don't need America. If, if America is what you're bringing to the rivalry trophy, your rivalry trophy is not that great. Oh um, no, it, it's a little uh, in, disingenuous, is what you're saying, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I'm it, saying or they're, that they're worse America. It's, it's kind of leeching on to, to be something yeah. like right, right. You're just like leeching onto someone's brand here oh, leeching yeah. onto the america brand <laughs> you got to bring something strong for yourself here the bell i love that it falls apart you rip that thing apart in a, in a celebration everyone gets a piece <laughs> so that's me i'm, I'm so, on the bell so we're, we're two two right now right oh, it's, it's up to, up to our captain here. all right dj all right. I, I mean, this is not even close for me. Uh, I really like the Freedom Trophy. Uh, I, I like, I, I think I, I, what really does it for me is the actual, the top part of it. And I, I said this during the, the episode was the fact that they, it's so um, detailed and how one, I think both schools surprisingly um, had some really cool ties to um, veterans and, and um, America in general. Um, and so that was, uh, that was cool. And I understand why it's the freedom trophy, um, because of that, but I just like, I really like the design. The bottom part is what it is just a wood, but I, the top part really does it for me. The, the design of both stadiums combined. Um, and I like that Texas, you know, car dealership flag. Oh yeah. Know, something about Hell it. Yeah. Um, all right. So freedom trophy advances to play and we'll just hit it right here. The number one seed, the, the, the heavy betting favorite <laughs> Floyd of Rosedale our big boy our big boy so uh, v- uh listeners I was gonna say viewers uh, it can be viewers and listeners um to to give you guys a reminder of Floyd of Rosedale uh so uh Floyd is a pig he is a show pig and the trophy itself is um probably a 12 inch wooden um base that has uh, the various scores every year of the game. And then on top of it is, is a show pig is, is Floyd himself. Um, trophies about a hundred pounds. It's, it's a hefty, it's a hefty boy. Um, it was created in 1935. Uh, and originally the, the exchange was a real show pig. Um, and that was to ease tensions stemming from the 1934 game, um, which, uh, was seen as potentially, um, racial tensions based on, on uh, what had happened to the Iowa running back in that game. Uh, and so the idea itself came from the governor of Minnesota uh, as a, as a way to kind of eat, like I said, ease those tensions in 1935. And then after the first year, they decided, you know, uh, exchanging real pigs every year was a bad idea. And that's when Floyd himself, the trophy that is currently standing is from 1935. So that is up against the freedom trophy uh fellas is is does anyone even do we even need so, to it's a mile well mike mike sounds like he might have something to say yeah. after hearing his last argument <laughs> do, do i was gonna say something go for it go for it buddy. so ej I, I can't remember in the episode did you discuss 
like what the AG, the Minnesota AG said about the Iowa governor's remarks and. Yes. Um, yeah. So, okay. yeah. So in, in the episode, it was, you know, obviously the tensions were, were high. And, and once um, the game was played in, uh, in Minnesota, when the um, alleged uh, hits against the running back because of his race um, and, and the fans aggression. Uh, so when the game, the next year was going to be played in Iowa, the Iowa fans were definitely ready to, um, to attack. And, and so it was just, it was a whole ordeal. Both, uh, ADs are, uh, really went after each other or not ADs governors. And then finally they made the joke about which pig from each state is, is the better pig and how, you know, uh, it'd be a deal to get a Minnesota pig over uh, an Iowa pig. So I, I did a little, a little digging today, Ooh. um, on Wikipedia, um, <laughs> very, very light digging. Uh, <laughs> and I saw that, the Iowa AG said that if if the questionably racist, you know, attacks on the running back kept up, that there might be the, the fans in the stands wouldn't stand for it. Yeah. And that the Minnesota AG accused him of inciting a riot. Yeah. And yeah. I, I thought to myself, man, he would have made a really good impeachment manager. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. I, I just wanted you to set up my joke. Um, sorry, there, there, but you didn't. I, I had to do it myself. Okay. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Um, but it's yes, okay. it, uh, it, it was quite the history. Um, I figured, I figured I could, I could use this time since we all agree that Floyd is incredible and he's going to win this <laughs> matchup. Yeah, so. I, hogs for world, for world peace. Like that yeah. was going to be one of my favorite moments from the series is that like the fact that pig can help solve racial relations is incredible so yeah i mean for me it's floyd chris yeah yeah no i i i said floyd by a mile no Joe. no bar harley jarvis i mean i didn't like the freedom trophy before you can't really go up against floyd so it's floyd all right that's five five oh floyd floyd uh advances to the next round and he will be facing the winner in our eight nine matchup here and that is between the george jewett trophy and the land grant trophy. So let me give you guys a reminder. So George Jewett, the eight uh, seed, uh, it is the trophy played between Michigan and Northwestern. And what it looks like is a, a figure. Uh, so it's, you have um, the platform itself. It's, it's a smaller trophy and the platform itself has um, four sides and each side has um, one has uh, Michigan, um, description and then Northwestern description and just a little bit about George himself on the other sides. And the, at the top is a, is a picture of, or a statue of him. And it, the statue itself uh, has um, medical books. It has a football, just kind of, it's a, it's a really good encapsulation of him himself and, and who he was and the trophy itself can the, he can face either swivels. side. Yeah. Swivels, depending on who wins, they can face him uh, to that side. And it was created this year uh, in 2021, again, to commemorate the life of George Jewett. And just a reminder, he was the first African-American football player uh, to play at both schools. Um, Before you and, proceed, I do have a little edit here. Um, okay. I learned this during the game and I, I, don't, I don't know if we talked about it or not. It's George Hewitt. Hewitt. See, I, yeah. that's how they I said heard... it on the, on the broadcast. Yeah, I, after you said that, I went back to like because I wanted to make like the um, 
to edit the next episode. And then I, I, I kept, I heard, I think one, it was one, it was hard to find people to even like say his name. And I think I found one person that said Jewett too. So it's probably Hewitt. Yeah. I think <laughs> Gus, I think it was Gus. Yeah. I, I would assume they Gus. did the research and they knew what they're talking about, but I don't know. That's, that's how they said in the broadcast. So you, you um, just never sorry, know. Sorry, Mr. You know. Sorry, George. Dr. George. Butchering your name. Dr. Bro- George. Uh, sorry. Maybe Dr. I'm just George. saying, uh, I'm saying it in the Brian Kelly accent, you know, just, you know, <laughs> do it. But, um, and the idea itself came from both schools. Um, okay. So that's the George Hewitt. Uh, so know. he is going up against uh, the nine seed, which is the land grant trophy uh, that is played between Michigan State and Penn State. Uh, how do we even begin uh, to describe this thing? <laughs> Where do you want to start? It, it is about six feet tall. Uh, it has um, like a, a peewee football figurine that you, the, the kind of guy you get on your trophies is a peewee player on top. Um, and it also has a figurine of the Nittany Lion statue and the Spartan statue that are both on each on their respective campuses. It has a picture of both of the school's like main um, buildings, uh, like their their main halls, their administrative, yeah, like their old main buildings. Um, and it also has um, a black and white picture of that those two schools or those two buildings as well, but on one card. Itself. And it has ornate shelving. It does have ornate Flo- floating shelving, shelving. Uh, yes. a textbook, butt joint. Are those um, Ikea? <laughs> so, so, so let me, let me just say this. Well, hold on. And then on the other, on that's on one side, on the other side, it has a list of There's so uh, much going on with this trophy, the winners so, so and with a premium wood stain too. Yes. And the that's premium true. Wood that is stain. true. It looks like a cherry. <laughs> so so I, I, I wouldn't say a cherry. No, Mike, no, no, Mike no, is this no, going to be sure. our wood expert? No, no it, it looks oh, like Joey is the wood expert. I, I don't think it's sherry, though. No. I, I don't know what it is. It looks like a it's a dark. Something. It's got some red in it. Oh, I got mine. Actually, I got mine highlighted. It, it looks a little darker. Yeah, I don't know. So, so, so I love this matchup because. Well, can I give just a, a quick yeah, go ahead. Uh, history and then you can you can start us off. I know go you ahead, love this trophy. Ahead, uh, so it was created in 1993 when Penn State joined the Big Ten. And the two schools were designated as permanent rivals um, and were slated to play each other every year because of that uh, designation. And also they play um, each other every year at the end of the year. So that was kind of the impetus to have a trophy. And the idea of the trophy came from uh, a, a former legendary Spartans tr- uh, coach, not at the time, he was already well-retired, uh, George Perlis. So he came up with this wacky idea, um, but okay. So, Mike, so go let, ahead. let me just say this. the eight, nine. I love this matchup because you have two trophies. They're trying to capture a lot of information into the trophy. One is, you know, George Hewitt has done a lot of things in his life. You know, in the episode, we talked about all his like a laundry list. Accomplishments. accomplishments He's yeah. maybe the most accomplished man that America besides like John D. Rockefeller. Like this guy has done it all. And then you you know you have so much history there, and and same with Michigan State and Penn State, like being the first land grant colleges, like they had a lot to cover, and it's just the the dichotomy of the two ways in which they went about it is just because the George Hewitt Trophy is just so like neatly packed, like elegant, yeah, and then the land grant trophy is like a beautiful beautiful dark twisted fantasy, and in my heart, yeah, you can't beat that. So I you know. I, I love it so much. It's, it's just, I, it's crazy. It's I, twisted. I see the difference between them is like one's like 
a report in college in which you have to like have a certain page limit. And the other one is like when you get into the professional world and your bosses only can read 30 seconds of the document, it's like the succinct version like of it. I feel like that's how I, I, I see these two. I think it's the difference between like high, like high school and, co- and professional sure. world. We're sure. like high school, like you're just like, hey, look at all this shit. Like I <laughs> got this clip art here, you know, like or junior high even. So all right. So Mike, what's your vote? Oh, land grant. Okay. Yeah. All respect to Dr. George, but yeah. Land all right, grant. Doyle. What do you what's uh what's your thoughts here? So in doing the background reading, the Wikipedia entry for this tro- the the land grant trophy features the words hod- hodgepodge and unwieldy. And that just I, that is that trophy. I mean <laughs> Yes. Okay. Right. It, it is a hodgepodge of things. It's, yes. it's wonderful. Um, and I also read in 2005, uh, the Penn Staters actually crashed Sparty Watch. Did. And I, I didn't it know It got that. to the bum? <laughs> <laughs> and to me, to me that, that sounded like, uh, like an, a fight on Anchorman. You know, where, where you expect your rival to show up and all of a sudden a whole bunch of rivals show up. And that, that's just great. Uh, so for me, it's a land grant trophy. There are okay. some some connections, I think, to to Anchorman with this. So like the, the potentially rich mahogany, sex panther. What else? Yeah. There's got to be some more on here. Definitely. Uh, Joe, what's... Uh... Yeah, what do you, so, think, uh, you guys might say I'm biased, but I'm going with George Hewitt. Hewitt. Um, the dude was incredible. Uh, and, and I don't think we mentioned he did. He did attend both schools. I thought that was really cool. Um, I just can't get on board with this high school project that it looks like <laughs> oh, kids just glued it together. Like yeah, that's I don't know. Like endearing. at least at least the at least the bowling beer league guys had a presentable looking trophy. This is I don't know. Not for me. It's endearing. Chris, I'm gonna go Hewitt. Uh, oh, I like, Jesus. Yeah, again. I like the fact that it's reversible. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that uh, they incorporate academics into it with the books. So it's it's Hewitt. Big for me. academia guy. Yeah. Hey, Aco what? <laughs> uh, this okay. is about football. So hey, there's a football in that trophy too. I was really hoping that you were just going to bail me out on this, Chris. So I, I have very two different opinions on this. I love the history and rivalry of Penn State, Michigan State. I've always, and I'm a Spartans fan, but I always don't enjoyed that game. I school, always hated Penn State. I love what the George Hewitt Trophy looks like much better, but obviously. Northwestern and and Michigan aren't rivals. It's not even like a game that you would ever, ever turn on. Uh, So that really has me torn because I absolutely hate what Mulhan Cran trophy looks like. Um, So I had, I had a note. I had a note for George Jewett. Is this even a rivalry? That's the only thing I wrote for this. Yes. It's not even a rivalry. Yeah. Uh, I will have to pick Land Grant based Let's on go! it just being uh, a rivalry trophy. Like it just has a little bit more rivalry, maybe in ten years. Well, but at the maybe. same time, is yeah, it, or, neither of these games are rivals, like actual rivals. Uh, Michigan Penn, State, Penn, Penn State, State is, showed is, up yeah. and, and yeah. committed felonies on yeah. Michigan State campus <laughs> oh, once. Uh, yeah, I, I, I would say. Hold on, I'm say, be right back. I'm going to Chicago. 
<laughs> Penn, Penn State's probably second now behind Michigan um, and like rivals. Obviously, everyone hates Ohio State and wants to be at Ohio State. I would say Notre Dame, but Notre Dame sucks and doesn't play the Big Ten anymore. Um, so I, I would say I always look forward to Michigan State, Penn State. And like I said, it's it's our last game of the year. Um, it always it's had some really good games. Um, okay. So on to now the 5-12 matchup. In March Madness, this can be a tricky, tricky one to pick. There's there's usually those 12s that can get yes. can, uh, yeah, upset this one, here. I'm just peeking. It's, yeah, it's going to be tough. So we have the number five seed is the Cyhawk Trophy, and the number 12 seed is the Heroes Trophy. So let me uh, tell you guys about these again and remind you. So the Cyhawk Trophy is the in-state rivalry game between Iowa and Iowa State. Uh, so it, it has changed a few times over the years, but its current version, uh, which is what we should be uh, rating it on right now, is, uh, again, about a foot um, block of wood um, it, for the base. And it just has on two of the sides, it has the University of Iowa. The other side has the, uh, the other two sides have Iowa State University. And when each team wins, um, they, they get their uh, score and the date and everything on their side of the trophy. And then the, the centerpiece of it is uh, uh, it's like almost like a, a partition. It looks like, and it, the background, it's a diorama. It's, yeah, it's a, a diorama. It's a school yeah. diorama. Yes. So the background of it has corn. Uh, it has the two mascots uh, on either side and it has uh, a, the uh, picture of not a picture, a symbol of the state, like the shape of the state. Um, and then a football at the top. Uh, so that's what that one looks like. And it was created I, in 19. Can I, oh, can I push back on something? Does Wikipedia said? have to say about this? No, I, <laughs> I love the research, baby. So can we, can we not consider the, the first trophy, which is amazing. And the second trophy, which was a total abomination in our, <laughs> in our judgment of the third trophy. You can, you can the history. Okay. Sure. So, yeah. So right. also like, I mean, I have no stake in some of these, obviously, but some of them have multiple pictures. Some of them just have one. Well, I, I had gotten getting some Michigan State there. vibes I, from this. Hey, I made, <laughs> I made the document. I, I am biased. Okay. It is what it is, baby. I, if you think I'm going to try, if you think we're going to talk about the Cyhawk Trophy, I'm not going to show beer <laughs> drinking, bowling, time traveling Triple H. You got another thing coming, my friend. Like that, there's a, I did this very on purpose. So. Chris, what do you have there? What is that? Uh, the drink. Another, another charmeleon? Uh, no, I, we, we need to take a break for another chameleon, but oh. uh, I got some Ardbeg Wee Beastie. Oh, you did show us that. Yeah, a scotch that nice. I've been wanting to try for a while. I got today when I was at the store, so. We, we might take a break after this trophy so I can get another Yeah, drink. we could. Nice. And, okay. and, and just to, oh, sorry, Mike, I didn't mean to cut you no, off no, or, no, no. or, uh, dismiss you i just so we all know there's some gonna have more pictures or photos or history and others but i stacked well every, every, everyone fine. you should yeah. have these I mean, the, as a kid dude you should I, have I, these I, pictures I, in your head paul bunny better have some goddamn wolverine pictures as awesome, it does oh you'll like the one you'll like it no i mean um, the Hawks has such a colorful history you can't i mean you can't just brush over the first two trophies can't do it Sure. That's, fair. Right. that's fair that's fair that's fair and like i said i have no i, mean, I have no skin in this i mean to, so. be, to be fair mike hill did 
did rush over the second trophy, which does not appear on our sheet, <laughs> which absolutely should appear on the sheet. Because yeah. it, oh, yeah. it is so bad. I, so bad. I should <laughs> All right. copy a picture. Anyway. Guys, this is great conversation for when we're going to vote. Okay. Right. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Um, I, I need to keep the list. I'm, I just need yeah, to But what if you have something listeners. to say before the other people vote? Uh, let me I mean, I only, the descriptions. I only said it because you said right off the top that we should only consider the third and final rendition of the trophy. I, I, I think it's wrong. I think. All right. Void it all. Let's redo it. <laughs> I, I think that this, Start I think this, the, the whole, everything goes into this because there's going to be tiebreakers. Right. Everything goes into yeah, it. Yeah, there, you it's need more a, than just... It's a totality it's, of the it's circumstances. It's a comprehensive it's all view of the story. Of the st- yes. Some of them. Well, some of them are. Some of them aren't. Okay. We're going to see where that <laughs> I mean, how, line... How else, that that how line of you... that line of thinking is... I'm interested to see in a different trophy, your guys' line of thinking with that and the argument. I mean, you already, we already saw it in the Land Grant trophy versus the George Hewitt. I mean, the George Hewitt, objectively, much better looking trophy. Land Grant trophy has so much else going on for it. Hey, that it's hey, just, hey. It's Do hey, I, better. I thought all we didn't win, but it didn't win. Dude, Land Grant trophy is a beautiful, dark so twisted as I guess I should have probably told our listeners at the beginning here that one of us is a lawyer. And now that the alcohol <laughs> is coming through, you're probably able to We're guess getting some that filibustering. Yeah. Um, all right, so just a reminder that this trophy, the Cyhawk Trophy, was created in 1977 by a group of alums that we kind of talked about in a, in a bowling beer league, um, and it was just a bunch of friends, and they, they did it uh, to uh, revitalize the rivalry and force the hand of the two schools to keep renewing the game because at that point in time, it was not being played um, very often. I think it was like a, they had like a 60-year gap, and so that was kind of their um, – effort to get it to play every year and uh it was successful uh, so the 12 seed trophy is the heroes trophy uh the heroes trophy is played between iowa and nebraska and uh the heroes trophy is uh, looks more like a traditional um i guess like championship trophy where it is just really one big wooden base uh, that kind of narrows towards the top and at the the centerpiece is just a football uh, and uh, on the sides it has um, not only the the insignia of both schools and the name of the trophy on the one side it has scores um, on the other side and then on one of the the last or on the third side it has the heroes that uh, the local heroes that they recognize um, every uh, game from each um, state and so this was created in 2011 when Nebraska joined uh, the Big Ten um, and the, the two teams were already um, playing each other uh, a decent amount. So they decided uh, to have this uh, trophy um, for the rivalry game and, and obviously have the hero aspect of it. Um, OK, so discussion, this 512. What do you guys think? I mean, listen, the rich history of the Cyhawk, the time traveling triple h the beer <laughs> leaguers bringing this rivalry to the forefront of of iowa culture and then they come up with that complete abomination <laughs> as doyle mentioned uh and well, then made it right you know i, I, which, I, I was gonna say the, the 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 who there is important the who yes, that made the, iowa the great trophy association right. came up with the crap one <laughs> Where the, the beer people. leaguers yeah. had a great one to begin with, the beer bowling leaguers had a great one to begin with. But also, uh, as a show, funding or, or like finances don't necessarily mean 
a great that's trophy. true that's true that's or a great pick. podcast although we are open for uh sponsorship yeah very so. much open for sponsorship <laughs> very very much so and all right mike this, so is that we're, we're welcome like, uh, this, this five, we're welcome. any sponsorship is matchup welcome. uh between uh between <laughs> Uh, it's brought to you by Northrop Grumman, the Cyhawk, uh, and the Freedom Trophy or the Hero heroes. Trophy matchup. I I do like the heroes. Um, I think it's a uh, is a really solid trophy, and I love the picture of George Kittle and the uh, number ninety seven, the wrestler with cauliflower that will tear your freaking <laughs> head off and piss down your throat. Um, I, I think it's great, but it's an walked into a buzzsaw. So it's uh, it's Cyhawk for me by a mile. Okay. I'm, uh, did you I'm, just quote a few good men in that in that yeah, little I sure did. Sure did. Nice. I, I recognize Aaron Sorkin as we <laughs> as we discussed. Recognize him. Love it. Chris? I'm I'm Team Cyhawk. Uh I like the in-state in-state rivalry. Um I like the detail on on the Hawkeyes and the uh the cyclones. So I'm Team Cyhawk. Joe. Uh so I'm also Team Cyhawk, uh, because there's three photos of that one and only one of the other <laughs> <laughs> no, I this tro- this is a this rivalry. I remember it very clearly that week. It was a good rivalry, um, obviously, but um, the teams both really like wanted it, and it's they're kind of back and forth. And both were this year at least they were both uh, I think top fifteen roughly top twenty. That was a top ten, 10 matchup. Was it top ten? Yeah. 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 So yeah, this Iowa one, State it, it's was ranked great... higher, right? They were number yeah, six. They were, they were, yeah, they were. Yeah, they were. Uh, so this is just a great one and the detail, the, they, the story is good. Mike's right. Um, I don't know about the wrestling stuff, but, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it, it. it's cool how it came about. It's got history. It's kind of everything you want in a trophy. Well, is it true that this rivalry is referred to as El Asico? I, uh, I saw that. Wikipedia. Some, yeah. And uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> Doing some background research, I heard I saw that it was referred to as El Asico, which I think is just awesome, as a as a play on El Clasico, which is uh, I did Real not Madrid, hear Barcelona. that. I yeah, did not I, hear that. I, mean, I did not I was, either. I haven't heard that either. I, I mean, I love it more for that. I mean, it's not oh, like yeah. it can't it can't be wrong. Is it trademark? Right? It can't be wrong. Um, but it was also it, I mean, it was not just like I saw it on a, a couple different places. <laughs> huh. Maybe it says um, it like on the bottom of the trophy or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but for me, I, I mean, the, I, I might have tipped my hand in the five minutes I spent arguing with EJ, but uh, for me, it's Cyhawk. It's it just, it's everything uh, except for that, you know, random jaunt into abomination in 20, what was it, 2011, 2012? Yeah. Where, that lasted where, like two days. Where, where corporate sponsorship ruined something. Go figure. Yes. Uh, <laughs> As you're as you're looking for a new sponsor, but not, uh, but not the yes. podcast, right? <laughs> not the the podcast corporate sponsor will be amazing and a perfect fit, and would never do anything that was abominable. Never. Um, yeah, Cyhawk, same with me. I, I love the the history behind it, the fact that the fans are the ones that force the schools to play. Um, I love that they have like a a pretty cool week leading up to it. Uh, and now that Matt Campbell's at Iowa state, I feel like it's one of those games that I want to catch like while he's there and why the cyclones are good. Um, it's definitely like one of those games that I'd love to, to try and see. So Cyhawk there, five, five, uh, five What's votes the there. Not, not yeah, too that's surprising. First clean sweep. Uh, no Floyd. Floyd. Oh yeah. It's Floyd. Floyd, of course, of course. Um, all right. So do, do you guys really want to take a quick break here? And, yeah. Uh, refresh yeah. some drinks. Let's all right. do it. 
All right. Well, we will be uh, right back. This is the spot where your your company could be sponsored. (laughs) (laughs) Are we? Are we? On Kev, Uncle Kev. Are we reloading on? Oh yeah, reload on whatever you want. Whatever you want. Whatever. Whatever you want. Okay. Whatever you want. All right. We will be right back. Bye. Nice to meet you. (laughs) Welcome back, everyone. You guys uh, all refresh your drinks here. What what are we, what are we drinking here? I I actually throw back to episode one too, since people like how messed up we got. I made myself a massive Godfather. So. Okay. I'm Chris, uh, I'm, I'm with... sticking with the theme. I got another chameleon, and then I got I'm uh, chasing with my my scotch. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I have chameleon I have a... chase with scotch. That's the only I way to do you. it. I, I have a so beer, much. beer That's called way. he welcomes all alcohol. Yeah, I got, I, I got a, a my finish my chameleon and I got a little, little crispy. I love clown shoes. They make great shit. Yeah. That's what I got going Sponsor on. Sponsor the pod clown shoes. Bozo did the dub. <laughs> Bozo. I've, I've got, I don't know if I'm next, but I've got a tequila switching it up a little Ooh. bit. Hiramana, the rocks tequila, uh, sprinkled in, spritzed it with a little, lime juice not limon juice but lime juice and uh, a little agave nectar kind of a little nice little mini margarita but i didn't want to shake it because uh the baby's sleeping so <laughs> kind of just mixed it all in there is that the shout, out, shout out to the rock one, one listener yeah he's he's a listener yeah, what was that mike the rock. is that the terramana gold that you sent us the picture of the it other was day? yeah i actually so i went to the so anna was uh now with the baby she hasn't really drank much but i got a text after work the other day it said I need you to go get diapers and I need you to pick up a bottle of Kahlua. <laughs> I was like, okay. So she wanted to make, um, she likes espresso martinis. Oh, okay. And she apparently needed one. So I stopped to get that and I saw they had the uh, Terramana. So then they're usually out at, at the place by us. So I grabbed a bottle. So I have the the white and the uh, the gold. No white, uh, no white Russians. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, well, what did you uh, would you come back with? So I, as I discussed before, I have an affinity for just straight bourbon. Um, I went with the Bardstown Bourbon Company Fusion Series. Uh, it's a bottle I picked up recently, uh, and I wanted to give it a taste. Very nice. Cool. That sounds lovely. I've never had that. I might have to give that a shot. Where is that? Uh, where do you know where where's that located? In Kentucky, bourbon country. Oh, it's not okay. So it's not like anything local or anything. Gotcha. No, it. I never, I never heard of it before. My cousin uh, had picked up a bottle and said it was really good. Hmm. So I, I'm giving it a shot. I mean, my my rule of thumb is that if it's a bourbon, if it's a distiller of bourbon, beginning with the letter B, it's usually, it's usually a sure thing. Yep. You, know, you got your Blantons, your Basil Hayden, your Bakers. Bookers. It's fair. Yeah. Booker, I love Bookers. Yeah. Uh, Bookers makes Bookers makes a great gift. Everyone. Letter Queen. <laughs> you know, 100, 120 proof. Great gift. Don't brag, Doyle. Jeez. Hey, All right. What are you chasing it with? Uh, a million? Because if not, get off his level. <laughs> I, I, I achieved my two chameleon minimum already. Okay. As you might be able to tell from how taxed and labored my speech is. <laughs> we'll see. All right. Uh, so let's get on to the next matchup here. And this is our second and last play in game for the 13 seed. And that is going to be between the Eli Buck Trophy and the Land of Lincoln Trophy. So first, the Eli Buck. 
So that is a game played between Illinois and Ohio State. And the trophy itself is a turtle. It is a wooden turtle. And the shell has the scores um, when the game is played and, and the victor. And that's that's what it looks like. And in 1925, the two there were two junior societies um, from either school decided that they wanted to add to what at the time was a really intense rivalry. Uh, so they came up with uh, this trophy and the idea behind the tur- turtle, if, if you guys remember, was the uh, that they have uh, they are long lasting uh, animals. So the idea would the rivalry would be long lasting and it started off as a live turtle, but quickly turned into a trophy following the death. It turned RIP. into a trophy. Uh, <laughs> yes. It was a real um, turtle at one point. Yes. It was. <laughs> and that turtle turned not, into a trophy. Not the trophy. Well, yes. the trophy. We're talking was taxidermy? <laughs> yes. <laughs> wooden taxidermy. Yes. It's um, made of wool. Wood. <laughs> wooden taxidermy. So that is uh, going up against the Land of Lincoln trophy. And that is the in state uh, rivalry game between Illinois and Northwestern. And that trophy is uh, a wooden base. That has uh, the description of the trophy, and on the other sides has the scores, and it has Abraham Lincoln uh, um, a hat. It's a hat on top of a base, and it's supposed to uh, symbolize Abraham Lincoln's uh, top hat that he wore. And it actually started the rivalry trophy started in 1941 as the Sweet Sioux Trophy, uh, which was the cigar shop uh, Indian trophy. And it kind of transitioned over time into various tomahawks of Sweet Sioux. Uh, and then it sh- was changed uh, in the 2000s uh, due to the cultural insensitivity of some of those old trophies. And so the trophy was uh, up for a vote. Uh, and this one was what won. And ultimately, it was uh, also created by the local Pulitzer Prize winner, as we uh, talked about him before. Yep. Dick. What was his name? Dick Locker. Dick Locker. Yeah. So, uh, so what do you guys think? Who here? Mike's voting do, for? Do you know? Do you know that? So I googled uh, some pictures of the Land of Lincoln Trophy. Yeah, I thought you googled was... pictures of Dick Locker. Oh, yeah, I, was, I, I thought that. <laughs> yeah. was I want to see. The, I want to see those turned, Google results. Oh, I turned the safe search off, my friend. Uh, do you know that some of these sons of bitches, when they win the Land of Lincoln Trophy, and this goes to a point we made during the episode, they put the trophy on their heads. To make it look like they're wearing a hat, because we agreed Creative. this trophy would be so much cooler if it was just a hat, and you could just you so know, dumb. Like they just put it on their. Are hands. you just talking about the strength and conditioning coach for Northwestern? No, <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about all kinds of people. It's just a missed opportunity. Like, how do you miss that opportunity? Well, given that Sweet Sue was stolen, they had yeah. to put the tomahawk in the glass case because they were afraid it would get stolen. We know that theft yeah. is rampant among the Big Ten. Like they, so they had, had to, to dumb it down like, to the point where no one wants it. Yeah. So, all right, Mike, what's your vote? Uh, it's tough for me. Like, I love trophies. Uh, or I'm sorry, I love turtles and, and trophies. Uh, really do like turtles. Uh, I love turtles. I like turtles. I like, turtles. <laughs> I, like turtles. <laughs> I, I like that they also smoke a peace pipe. They're, yeah, I love that. I love a peace pipe for a while. Uh, there's so much rich history with Dick Locker and the folks at the Land of Lincoln Trophy. I, I have to go for it. I, I, it's the Land of Lincoln for me. I actually was going to say, because Zeke, this picture of Zeke holding the, the live buck is so cute. Uh, but you know what, man? Land of Lincoln. It's a last-minute switch decision for me. So, Chris? Yeah, I'm actually with Mike uh, in my prelim bracket. I had the uh, 
the Eli Buck trophy. Um, but last minute I changed to Landon Lincoln. I like the top hat. Um, so yeah, that's going to be, and, and the history, EJ, uh, as you just explained. So I'm going to change my vote to the Landon Lincoln. Joe. Yeah, this one's kind of a tough one for me. Um, you Good guys know how I, you guys know how I feel about uh, Ohio State, but if it, it's disappointing that they couldn't find a way to honor and keep Sweet Sue or some or even the the tomahawk for that matter that's to do true. it do it the right way. That's uh, it's just disappointing. And and it, how do you turn into this hat that isn't even a hat or it is a hat but you can't wear it like so for that reason just alone that it's just they missed a huge opportunity to even just wear a hat like make it a wearable hat. If you can't keep the really cool trophy that you had before either of them, then don't screw it up like this. So I unfortunately have to go with the Eli Buck. I think it's it's unique. I honestly, when we talked about this, I didn't. It, that's I had true. No, I had I had no expectation this was any animal, even a turtle, especially a turtle. So it, it's, it is uh, it's a good matchup. It's. Two Illinois trophies too. That yes. yeah. mm -hmm. some of these matchups. So I'm I'm one of those yeah. three people in the stands at the Illinois game there. <laughs> this well? uh, this matchup brought to you by Melon Hats, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I should have changed. Terrible. I should have changed it after uh, <laughs> at, at the intermission. Yeah. So I I love I love the Land of Lincoln Trophy. I love the Cigar Store Indian. I love the Tomahawk. And then I wrote, I, I, on my notes, I wrote, Top Hat is great too. Uh, if I didn't have the knowledge of the prior great trophies, I think the Land of Lincoln Trophy would be great. Um, I like that they chose the turtle because of longevity and that they had a live turtle in 1925 and in 1926 it was dead, which is, <laughs> like, right. that's just like, that's You great. don't know you about can't... lasting long, dude. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, that, that's just, I mean, that's great. You can't write that. Uh, but for me, I've, I've got like a personal story about the turtle too. Um, so on, we, we honeymooned in Tahiti, my wife and I, uh, and on the way we had a medical issue on the plane. And when we landed, we told people about the medical issue and everyone was like, oh my God, you're pregnant. Watch out for turtles because turtles are a big Polynesian uh, sign of virility and fertility. So if you see a turtle, you're definitely pregnant. Of course we saw five. Uh, while we were there for, for a week or two. Um, we, we fortunately were not pregnant at that moment, but <laughs> as, as everyone here knows, uh, I would come to father two, two children at the same time. Um, twins, so, also known as twins. Also known as twins. Uh, so that, that kind of came full circle. So um, oddly enough, on the way out of Tahiti, <laughs> we found this- So what this trophy is it? <laughs> <laughs> on, on the way out of Tahiti, we found this um, wooden trophy statue that we bought in Tahiti and brought back here. And he found the real Sue. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the story. Uh, but so we have we have a, a little turtle that looks kind of like that, the the Illibuck trophy. So for me, for all those reasons, it's uh, the Illibuck. So you're going right. with the land of Lincoln, then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> EJ you're proposing, are you? So I have to tie break I'm, I'm about to go another tough matchup boat. here. Holy shit. Um, okay. So both have history. Um, obviously, Landon Lincoln, because again, I was with Joe. Like, I had no idea that, that the Eli Buck trophy even um, existed. 
because you, you never think of Illinois and Ohio state of any two schools that have a trophy. Um, so I, I do appreciate the story. I like that it's a turtle and it's unique. Landa Lincoln also has a great, uh, history, um, with various trophies. Uh, again, like I, I'm kind of with you guys uh, you know, the top hat is still unique, but they could have given w- what the history that they had before, uh, it was kind of a letdown. Um, neither game I'm going to ever turn on TV. Uh, but this year I did, um, with one of them, but, uh, I'm going to give the edge to the land of Lincoln because it's an in-state rivalry game. Wow. And while okay. it's I, not I was getting ready to change hmm. my vote to a live buck. Holy um, shit. No change. Oh, wow. Doyle lay it on again. Lay it on. Thick. <laughs> <laughs> so what, personal tie to me, <laughs> while it, it's not a good game between, you know, for any other viewers, other than the alums, that school, uh, both schools, it's definitely a game that, uh, you know, alums care about, you know, it's still an in-state robbery game. Um, so I'm going with, uh, land Lincoln for that reason. Well, it, it doesn't really matter even if I were to change my vote because I'm pretty sure the number four seed is yes. running away with this. Vote. Yes. So they got, uh, yeah. so Landa Lincoln uh, won that matchup to that have the may right be our to play. closest matchup. Like, because I was back and forth on the I agree. there. So, yeah. 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 I thought, I, actually, Mike, you, you were on, on the turtle. I thought you would have been uh, Team Turtle. I know. I, I, like I said, I changed my vote last minute, but it doesn't matter because. Mm-hmm. So the, they, they are playing now that they advanced to be the 13 seed playing the number four seed, which is the Paul Bunyan trophy. Yeah. So the Paul Bunyan trophy is uh, Paul Bunyan. Um, so it is a figure of Paul Bunyan doing the nice little uh, hands on his waist uh, stance, power stance, chest out with his uh, axe between his legs. Mm-hmm. Not the only thing that's out. And, uh, <laughs> and he's shirtless. Oh, no, he isn't. His shirt's just the same color as his. Yeah, he looks like he's shirtless. Um, He can be put. He is a figure that can be put on a huge like six foot base, uh, but they take him off of it uh, to let him walk around the uh, or get carried around the the field. And he might walk like Jim Harbaugh's just walking (laughs) robot. (laughs) Um, robot And and, yeah, sorry. Paul Bunyan is Michigan, Michigan State. um, And it was created a tie to that or something. Uh, no. Yes. So it was created in 1953 by the then governor <laughs> who was a Michigan uh, graduate university, Michigan grad. And uh, he came up with the idea as a way to introduce Michigan state into the big 10 that year. Uh, so it was a year that Michigan state joined the big 10. Um, so what do you guys think here? Paul Bunyan. Paul Bunyan. Yeah, yeah it's gotta be. As, as Doyle would say, no contest, Paul Bunyan. Yeah. So I, I just want to take a second to oh remark on the Paul Bunyan pose. Yeah. And, oh, I mean, this is, clearly, this, is clearly, this is very erotic. I mean, <laughs> didn't he, know you were going that route. <laughs> he, he's full on he pelvic, does live in Miami now, South Beach, you know, full on pelvic thrust. And he's straddling the axe like he just came off like a, a stripper set on it. Like, I, <laughs> That is clearly, he is a powerful, <laughs> sexy man. Is there a Paula Bunyan, a girlfriend or wife? <laughs> I, I think he's good with I, I would be Paula Bunyan for that. Why do you think <laughs> the blue ox is called Babe? Mm. <laughs> well, that took a Blacking turn. Cheeks. Um, all right. So why don't we go on to the three 
14 matchup here. So we have this the number one is the most unfair matchup of the entire tournament. So this is the number three seed is the $5 bits of broken chair. And the 14 seed is the shillelagh trophy. So $5 bits of broken chair is played between Minnesota and Nebraska. And what it looks like is it has a wood base that has the uh, M for Minnesota um, symbol and the Nebraska N and then a chair on its side, uh, which also has a broken piece off of it. Uh, and it also has uh, the uh, plaque that has the name of the $5 bits of broken chair. And it was created by the internet in 2014 after a Twitter feud happened between two accounts, uh, the faux Polini uh, account and Goldie Gopher account. And so uh, through a couple versions, it was uh, created just by random fans on the internet. And it actually turned into a very cool charity uh, between a charity competition, but not really a competition uh, between the Jack Foundation, um, which uh, is you know, a, a Nebraska supported foundation and then the University of Minnesota Mas uh, Masonic Children's Hospital. Uh, so that's that one. And then the Shillelagh Trophy uh, is played uh, the winner between Notre Dame and Purdue uh, in state game there uh, wins that one. And it is uh, a Shillelagh, an Irish Shillelagh into a wood block and they have little football medallions is, is what the scores and stuff uh, is on around uh, on the wooden base around the, the shillelagh and a couple of other um, <laughs> random football uh, figurines on the side as well. And so this was created in 1957 after an uh, Notre Dame alumni brought it back from Ireland and decided that it would be cool if this was a trophy for them to play. And it's one of about seven shillelaghs that Notre Dame <laughs> plays for. Uh, all right. So what do you guys think? 13 well, versus four. I, I, versus I, know, I know Doyle's vote here with the, uh, the erect shillelagh. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it fits with the Paul Bunyan. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's, that's, that's not the only reason I voted for Bubba. Well, the Paul Bunyan <laughs> Trophy is just a great trophy. I just wanted to remark on the Pope. Yeah, so, so for me, it's the, um, it's the, uh, sorry, it's the uh, broken chair um, with the Shillelagh uh, having Notre Dame as, as one of the teams that's automatically out for me, so. <laughs> Mike, it's funny. It's funny you said that because that was absolutely what I was going to say. <laughs> like, like you don't you don't get to be you don't get to be independent and yes. have anything good happen to you. I mean, I'm I'm all over. I'm all bored that logic as well. But like, also, and I said this when the episode actually aired. But like, the fact that something so good and pure came out of Twitter is incredible, and it's an anomaly. And I, I love it, man. $5 bits of broken chair all day, every day, twice on Sundays. It, uh, it, I love it. It doesn't need the oral. It does not. <laughs> it's not. No, I, uh, I agree. I love that trophy. Doyle? Yeah, I mean, you, yeah, you've got the crowdsourcing aspect. You've got the charity aspect. This is like Tiny Tim versus Scrooge. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it's got to be the $5 bits of broken chair. Uh, and by the way, Scrooge is Notre Dame. Yes. The complete Thanks for clarification. Yeah. Well, there you go. So Clean sweep. Brian Kelly's. I didn't vote yet. Yeah. Oh, sorry, John. You won't do it. You won't. You won't vote for this. Should league. I? Might as well I now. I want to point out these stupid punter 
characters on the shillelagh. Remember we talked about that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Worst, so like, if dumb. you're going to put any character or, like, just a, like, like, the Heisman pose is cool or, like, anything really that you want, but those are horrible. It's like they're just punting, like, the worst aspect of the game. Maybe not, maybe not, but I, I was going to say, I'm surprised you're, you're going that route, Joe, as a, as a former soccer player. Yeah. I mean, I, I like, I like the kicking aspect, but like, I don't watch for the punting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, $5 bits. So there surprise clean sweep. Okay. So now we're on to a six 11, uh, matchup here and I'm kind of surprised hmm. that it turned into what it did. Um, so, and this is also an interesting one because it's it's a we, it's one school's two trophies. We've had um, a couple like that's why I said the first round's great because we've had a couple where it's like the same school is involved in both uh, in both matchups. So, yes, yeah, whoever whoever made the bracket did a great job. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So we have the the number six uh, seed is the Purdue Cannon. It was math. It was just. It I know. I saw. Math. I saw yeah. the math on the Excel. I believe yeah. it. It's yeah. just like it's one of those like divine. Thing. exactly yeah yeah this some would say this podcast is ordained by god yeah <laughs> i think college football generally just yes oh, um, i love that all right so the sixth seed is the Purdue gannon and the 11 seed is the old oaken bucket so the Purdue cannon it it's is a bucket yes uh it the Purdue cannon is is a cannon it's a little cannon and it does have a, a plaque that it can sit on that has um not a plaque like a base and and that it can sit on a smaller base and it's it's uh i don't know maybe about an eight inch now maybe like a 12 inch cannon um so it's definitely handheld and they take it off of the base when they win and uh, it was brought to the game in 1905 by Purdue fans uh, to celebrate, excuse me, the game is played between Purdue and Illinois. And so in 1905, Purdue fans brought it to the game to celebrate uh, after the game and Illinois frat guys found it and stole it. Uh, so they never did get that celebration and they kept it. And it was not actually introduced as a trophy until 1943. And as a reminder that we talked about, it did fire. Uh, it was fireable. And it did for many, many years. Um, and then the old oaken bucket is a bucket. Pew, pew. It's it's about a 18 inch, 24 inch bucket, and it has the uh, um, a P or an I, depending on which school wins, Indiana or Purdue, and that is put on as like a a link chain attached to the bucket. And the idea came from some Chicago alum uh chapters official chapters from the schools based in chicago and they were trying to workshop the uh in the back in 1925 they were trying to workshop the idea um and were searching for something to add to the the rivalry uh which is an in-state rivalry and they workshopped the idea of a bucket and then went out searching for said bucket and found um a, a civil war uh era bucket i want, I want so, to hear mike say it a bucket <laughs> it's a bucket to represent an entire state a robbery oh listen guys i mean this uh, the 611 i think this is our first true upset of the tournament i think that we criminally underrated the bucket whenever we did especially compared to these other trophies because there's so many cool things about the history here like the fact that these guys were just hung over like got off a bender and they're like oh shit we forgot like we have to 
you know, present to the board today on what our trophy is. And, you know, come out of the hotel, they saw some guy mopping the floors and like, all right, bucket, that sounds good. And they're like, oh, shit, now we got to find a good bucket. And then they marauded around, you know, the state of Louisiana or I'm sorry, Indiana. All right, Brian. Yeah. Eventually found Found a a Civil War bucket that meant something. And the fact that, like, I love that, like, the P's and the I's making the chain the fact that it is the bucket does have some historical significance like and sunshine scooter man just seeing old coach corso holding that bucket and that's kind of why i put the picture there i want to play the heartstrings of the fellow coach corso lovers out there like for me it's just well actually you guys are miami guys so uh the fact that scooter was in florida state that's maybe not the best thing i could have done <laughs> but it's the bucket by a mile for me it's it, i the fact that the cannon can be shot and fired that's cool but like honestly the the buckets just the bucket can hold things yeah it, <laughs> it has can hold the cannonballs for the cannon yes exactly <laughs> it's the bucket uh, for if me. purdue wins both games then they can hold their <laughs> yeah. cannonballs in the bucket yeah I, I hope the bucket makes a run i don't know that it will but i hope it does and uh, i like the bucket it's like the dandy baby uh so it's funny it's funny that you say that in Miami we should be against Florida State. Um, most, like a lot of people here are are Miami fans, but I there's a, a lot of people that One are person? UF, and yeah, it, it's not like like it's the hometown team, but a lot of people would rather see. I think Florida, Florida is a bigger team here than UM. Um, oh wow! Yeah, that's just that's anecdotal. It's not based on anything uh, other than what I've seen. Uh, but yeah, the old oaken bucket for me, all the history, it's a bucket. You know, Indiana, I think I think Indiana it's a I've got, bucket. It's a bucket. I mean, Indiana, I don't think I don't think Mike Pence, Pete Buttigieg, I think old oaken bucket. That is the thing. <laughs> it's a bucket. I, it's yeah. perfect. I, the where you're going. I was like, where the where's thing. he going with this? It's perfect. Mayor I Pete. think it's perfect. Mayor Pete of that uh, nasty town up in uh, northern Indiana. Um, yeah, Joe, home, home of that that school that we don't talk about because they're independent. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be the outlier here, I think. Uh, I, I think the cannon's really cool. It, it fires. Um, or maybe, did you say fired? Does, yeah, it doesn't it, it fire still does. anymore. Are you no. sure? I thought you said it did. Yeah, they well, don't. Well, it, they may be able to. They don't fire yeah. it anymore. Okay. Like me well, after my next child. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I like that aspect the bucket all i hear is mike it's a bucket uh bucket. yeah i mean i feel like it's kind of the bucket i feel like is kind of taking trying to mimic some other trophies well, but joe hear me out yeah it's a bucket i know and that i take that as a bad thing like it's just a bucket with chain with the chain p and i uh, mike mike he doesn't understand yeah, so like, listen, let me let's let's just go back. So it's a bucket. <laughs> Wait, so this one, let's see. So who will this one go up against next? You don't uh, got to worry about well, that. Let's let's no, 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 no. Well, you got to you gotta make me, your matchup me... now. So stay in the moment. Yeah. All right. Candidates. EJ, EJ right. why don't you take, why don't you go? Yeah, you, you can't keep going last. I'll give then... you some reprieve. Uh, but it's, it's the $5 dollar bits of broken check. So. It is the yeah. old oaken bucket for me. Yes. It's just I, I've always yes! enjoyed it. Um, 
obviously, again, the game isn't something that people turn on, you know, Purdue and Indiana football, but rich history. I actually kind of like the bucket. I think it's very unique. I like the I's and P's, the the link. Um, yeah, old Oaken bucket for me. Chris. All right. Well, uh, not that my vote matters now. Um, I'm going to go with the cannon. Oh. Uh, reminiscent of Tommy Touchdown, uh, UM, every time they score, they fire uh, a cannon as well. But not that it matters. As I say, there are some other cannons in college football, which I hope we can get to. Someday. I do like and, uh, that, it was, that it was functional at one not college, point. Yeah. Actually Ooh, are we talking yeah. about Tam- the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now? Because I've got, I've got thoughts. No, like no. There, there's some other college. They do fire uh, cannons. Football. That's what I was mentioned. But yes. Yeah. I heard um, Tommy and cannons and. That's where I went. <laughs> Two different top can can yeah no. All right, different so different different. Old Oak and Bucket wins three to two. Uh, advances. It's gonna hurt my bracket. It's gonna hurt my bracket. So now we're at the last. Uh, we're we're getting to the last two in the initial round. I believe here. that's called the nitty gritty. Yes. So we have the seven seven ten matchup here, and the seven ten matchup is the Little Brown Jug number seven versus the Heartland Trophy number ten. So the Little Brown Jug is exactly how it sounds it's a little brown jug that has michigan it's played between michigan and minnesota and it has michigan's emblem on one side and minnesota's emblem and colors on the other side and it's a bucket no it's a jug jug. um and (laughs) so this uh story stems back to the michigan coach uh being concerned about poisoning in 1903 um and then following the game uh the jug was left and it was a collected, water yes um collected by the minnesota janitor and they saved it for six years until the next matchup and they proposed it to michigan as a rivalry trophy and michigan accepted and then they uh played it uh or, or gave it to each other ever since in 1905 or 1909 excuse me and plenty of history of thievery and and losing history and uh so that's the little brown jug. And then the Heartland trophy, uh, the Heartland trophy is a big wooden base that has it's played between Iowa and Wisconsin. And it has a, a plaque that has the scores on it, the school's emblems. And then the, the centerpiece is a bull, um, a big old bull. And it's a, it's a big hulking trophy. And this was created in 2004 by the eighties from both schools. And essentially it was just created. Um, it, it was a very heated rivalry already and they decided that they finally wanted to put a trophy uh, for that robbery. So what do you guys think? 7-10. So um, to quote Bill Murray in Ghostbusters, it's true, Your Honor. This man has no balls. The bull <laughs> has no balls. He does it's not. The brown he wants the balls. By a mile. Yeah. Criminally. Sorry, what did you say? Don't We didn't catch that. Much, much like me after my next pregnancy. Uh. <laughs> Wanted to keep that, that joke alive. Okay. Um, Chris, what do you think? Uh, I'm team jug here. I like the simplicity. I like the history. Uh, I, I'm going to go also with the jug. Uh, it, it was, it's the original rivalry trophy. There is a little bit of dispute, but it, it's definitely one, two. CFG, baby it's i i consider it the og um so i got it i and the heartland is just uh uh floyd Uh yeah it's just trying to be floyd uh mike just popped up serious aew star over here 
We're, we're getting into the quarterfinals here, and he, he, he's popping. Adam Cole? It's Bay hot. Bay? Bay Bay. It's hot, dude. I need, to, I need to rip the top off here. So how how much did the Michigan Jet Trophy cost? I, I remember this being a wasn't big it, Yeah, it wasn't like five cents or five something cents. like that? Five cents. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't know what Wikipedia says, but it was five cents. Joe, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, you guys know what I'm, I'm going here. I'm a Michigan fan. I'm, I'm going to go Michigan or the sorry the little brown jug uh it's got it's got the history and like you said it's the oldest uh yeah i mean i don't know what else you can ask for it's got the this the the mystery of going missing it's got people stealing it it's got this jackass holding it so Good looking it. jackass How smarmy oh it's just great that, that is nice. i like that sweater though sweater weather I, I want to give some place? time to, to the Heartland Trophy. It's a bull. And I, I like the livestock. It's the mid. I mean, it's the Midwest. They've got livestock. I like the livestock. Uh-oh. Uh oh. But it's the job. Jeez, Doyle. I mean, it's like the, the livestock. Wow. All right, and Doyle, I, I, I the jug ended up as the number seven seed. And that's that's that's. Bad. That seems a little low. I, I, whatever you want to call it. Well, I will say I think it's just because it was our first trophy, so we didn't know where to really scale. Yeah. Um, we didn't really have a, a good a good idea of our scale yet. Um, you, you don't you don't sound great now without your headphones. Just letting you know. So if there's any way you can pop on some headphones, charge those bad boys, baby, or or find pop some that shirt. some some wired yeah. ones. <laughs> do I sound better now? You do. Yeah. Great. Okay, so now on to the last first round matchup, which is the two fifteen matchup, and that is the number two Paul Bunyan's axe versus the old brass spittoon. This is going to be a tough one for Mike. I already know it. <laughs> so uh, Paul Bunyan's axe that's played between Minnesota and Wisconsin, and it is exactly what it sounds like. It is a six foot axe, and on one side it's colored uh, red um for or yeah red for um minnesota or excuse me for wisconsin, wisconsin. and then it's yellow for uh, minnesota on the other side and it has the scores all, along the the base of the uh the handle and um it, it has had a couple of them because it runs out of space and it was created in 1948 by the wisconsin w club but the rivalry trophy aspect of the rivalry started uh back in 1930 with the slab of bacon um, and after that was lost, they waited until after the world wars, um, to create another trophy in which they came up with Paul Bunyan's ax and the old brass spittoon is, uh, it, it's a old brass spittoon. I don't know how else to describe <laughs> it. Um, Ouch. and it was created in bucket. 1950, uh, by a Michigan state, uh, student who was afraid the team would fall, uh, trap. Uh, to a trap game against Indiana that year. And he was inspired by the little Brown jug and went to a trading post and found uh, an old brass platoon that had a little bit of history with uh, both uh, Michigan, the state of Michigan and um, the state of Indiana. So that is, that is a forward looking student because that's still a trap game. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, no disrespect to Indiana, but come on. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, all right. So what do you guys think? Two fifteen. I'm going to, I'm going to go ax here. Um, okay. I, I just think of big 10, right? You, you got the two Northern teams. I'm going to go with the, uh, with the ax and it's gold, uh, not yellow EJ. And, and Ooh, as anyone right. from Pittsburgh would say it's, oh uh, yeah. Black and yellow, black and yellow. 
I, I will say noted. This. I will say this that if this was an actual like March Madness game where it was the two versus the 15 seed, this is one where the 15 seeds up at halftime and everyone's like, oh, upset alert. And the two seed just pulls away. Like I, I do, I do like this platoon uh, quite a bit. I like that they were inspired by the jug. I think whoever they made this trophy uh, mm-hmm. or found it from the antique shop. Um, yeah. I think it's just like, I mean, obviously I'm a dipper. So like, you know, it's just dipping and football goes together. So it's gritty as all hell. But uh, I mean, the axe and I mean, the picture that I chose, um, I, I love this picture because it's just, this Wisconsin player uh, who's looks like a Viking because he's got red hair and a big red beard and he's offensive lineman number 61. And he's just got this axe. It's a snow game. So there's like snow falling around him. And it's just like, he's just a Viking on his way to raid dude. And and that's what this, uh, that's what this axe is all about. I love it. So uh, yeah, Paul Bunyan's axe for me for sure. Joe. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I'm going with the axe. Uh... To go back to the episode, I was not a fan of this platoon. Just seemed kind of forced. I know they didn't they go to a flea market or something and just picked it up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the X for, for 70 bucks, as I recall, on that episode, uh, is is a, an, an item that uh Kara would have come back with. <laughs> yes. Wow. He he did his we research. We do have a milk jug at our house that is uh a plant stand that is from a uh yeah. A very large milk jug. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's Paul Bunyan's axe for me as well. I, I do like the history of the spittoon. I always love when a fan takes uh, a trophy, like the idea of a trophy into their own hands and, and really be, um, you know, taking uh, the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, initiative, excuse me, uh, to do something like that. So I do, I do like that aspect of it. I think it looks ugly and it's really an old spittoon. That's probably gross and disgusting that people actually spit in. Um, but I mean, Paul Bunyan's ax is an ax, like a, a real weapon. So, um, love that Paul Bunyan's ax. Right. Yeah. I, I remember playing like NCAA 2004 and knowing that Paul Bunyan's ax was a big deal. Like that is <laughs> the, the big 10 trophy. It's just, it's an ax. It's great. Well, the is coming back. I wonder if they're going to have these trophies. Oh, they better. I mean, I'm I'm usually with the mind with a mind with Mike about like the old brass platoon. That that would usually be like a, a thing for me. Uh, that would usually be an attractive trophy. But the axe, I yeah, mean, it, it, it ran to a buzzsaw. The platoon yeah. just ran to a buzzsaw in this matchup. It happens. So, yeah. Um. All right, guys. So let's get on to our next round here. Uh, so let's go back up to the top of our bracket. We have the number one seed Floyd of Rosedale against the number nine seed land grant trophy. So what do you guys think? Do, do we need to talk about it? It's a great question. Floyd. One vote Floyd. Floyd. Doyle. The lawyer is going to go opposite. Here. All right. He's doing his research here. Yeah, so he's on Wikipedia. Mike. Mike, I'm having. Mike wants a second too. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm surprised. Guys, is this, this, the... this, this, like most people are listening to this and not watching this, so we can't just have like awkward well, pauses. I'm, I'm, here. I'm, I'm having a hard time because. So why you think? I just I'm okay. surprised. I only I only have awkward pauses for the Paul Bunyan Trophy. 
Um, I'm going to go Floyd to make this just that much quicker because, oh, you know, we're running on two Jared, hours the here. Listeners any suspense? No, not uh, at all. Not not two hours into the one nine seed because we're going to have some Anchorman's actual gone. like we, we have some real matchups here in like the, the semifinals. Yeah, I, yeah, I it's mean, yeah, for it me, it, I had to think about it long and hard, but like it's <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're I love team. you, Land Grant Trophy, but it's fun. Yes, I, I, I love you. I'm glad that they got out of the first round. Okay. Sure. Um, so now we have the matchup here, which is the oh god, this is kind of this is a tough yeah, one. This is gonna be a second. So this is the the five four matchup here. So we have the five Cyhawk trophy and the four Paul Bunyan trophy. So you know where Doyle's gone. What what do we think here? Doyle? I, yeah, it's a Paul Bunyan trophy for me. Okay. Got one Paul Bunyan. Who, I'll that. go next. Uh, I think this one, I like that they're, they're both in state, very, like very similar rivalries. Um, but I think the Paul Bunyan has been closer uh, I, I mean, I haven't been tracking the Iowa, Iowa State. I don't remember exactly what the numbers were, but I think I feel like the Michigan, Michigan State's been closer uh, more often. So I think I'll, I'm going to go Paul Bunyan. I, I also think it's has more character, really. If you look at the trophies, sure, you had the guys that kind of created it. That's that's very cool. But the Paul Bunyan's got the trophy itself has more character. So the well, I, I will say, I will say, I was at a wedding in Buffalo for the for the Michigan, Michigan State game, and. The wedding or, or the the game was way more important than the wedding. Like, <laughs> like when we, we were on the bus going to like the photo shoot areas, and we were all watching the game. Like everyone cared about the game. The game, the Michigan Michigan State game, is a national happening. Yeah. Um, in a way that I don't think Iowa Iowa State is maybe yet. Well, I mean, Iowa Iowa State is it's a good matchup. This year it was huge. Michigan but, State. So. Yeah. so I I agree that Michigan Michigan State is the game that I will tune in for more and care more about. That being said, I think that the great thing about this podcast is I learned a lot about Iowa Iowa State. I learned about the history of this trophy. You know the beer league bowlers. I learned about. The fact that they have a whole road show going across the state of Iowa every week. Like, you know, I, I think it's really neat. Like, I, I love the hell out of this trophy. The more and more we got into the history, the more invested in it I became. And where I will say that, like, you know, you look back at the iterations of the Cyhawk and it's changed here and there and sometimes not in the best way. Uh, whereas, Paul Bunyan has been consistent. It's the same thing, and it's it's awesome. The fact you can take that thing off the big stand and carry it around, and I it's huge, super cool. Yeah, but I think I have to go with the Cyhawk here. Ooh, yeah, Chris, sleeper here. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the the Bunyan as most other people. Um, I like both of these rivalries going forward, uh, especially the the Iowa Iowa State game. Um, you know that that gained a lot of momentum this year, but mm-hmm. I think just the the history of everything. I'm gonna go with Bunyan. Yeah, so I Cyhawk was probably one of one of the top three uh, I loved learning about. I, I'm with you and every aspect that you talked about, Mike. Um, I think when it comes to the history of the actual trophy, the Cyhawk is much better. I think the look of the Paul Bunyan is 
much better and they nailed it the first time around. Uh, and I, and then maybe it's just a bias, but I think Michigan, Michigan state, even when, yeah. um, especially for the Spartans, even when they were terrible, they still were in those games. Like very rarely did they get blown out and then they would pull off the upset. So I feel like that game for the last say 30 years has been much more consistently close. Um, and Paul Bunyan itself, like the trophy itself is just kind of like iconic, but I yeah. do love the history of the Cyhawk, and that was honestly one of my most favorite um, trophies. Like doing the research, I'll, of. I'll say this: like, it should I'll... be it should be noted that the Paul Bunyan Trophy has never had an abomination <laughs> like the <laughs> Cyhawk. That, see, that's what makes it. Wait, are you talking about the, the one with the farmer and the children, like leaning with down the farmer and... in the the weirdly like that's yeah. nothing to do with football? Yes, right. <laughs> I, I like. I'm not. I, you know. I, I think Paul Bunyan's great. So like, it doesn't break my heart to be on the sure. wrong side of this one, but like, you know, it, it's, a, it's a shame that this matchup had to happen now. Exactly. Like in the finals. I mean, yeah, we're going to have some exactly. more like this. So yeah, yeah. we are. This, we are. Uh, this segment brought to you by Paul Bunyan himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So on to the next one, this is the number three seed, the $5 bits of broken chair against the 11 seed old Oaken bucket. What do we think, guys? It's a bucket. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be. It, it's a bucket for me. I'm sorry. I really? love the old oaken bucket. I I'm the old oaken bucket stand account right now. I love it, <laughs> Joe. I feel like I know. I know how you feel about the other. Yeah, ones, I so. mean, you can't really beat the charity. Uh, whether yeah. that's kind of a crutch that's going to keep this thing going through this bracket or not. Uh, the trophy itself is really cool too. And the history, how they, it also how it came from fans and they created it and had it built and all that stuff. So that for me, that's not just the charity aspect, but the, the actual history. And even though it's not a ton, it's not that old. Yeah. Um, but it kind they kind of created their own history. So the chair for me, Chris, what do you think? Uh, I got the chair. I, uh, in my prelim bracket, I had the cannon, uh, going on, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll take the chair here. All right, Mike. EJ, are you on the fence at all? Whoa, whoa! This is uh -oh. independent. Well, I no, I'm I'm just curious. Are you are you on the fence? I was. All I right. have made up my all mind. All right, let EJ go first. So, then. well, no, 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 no. Because, no, no. I, I. Are you on the fence? I was. Well, all right. <laughs> so, let, let me. I think I should go first because okay. I, I'd like to give my pitch here because, um, I'm back and forth. Um, I love both of these trophies. When we talk, like, these are two of my favorite episodes because the chair and the charity, like, the everything that goes into this, the fact that Twitter came up with something that was so good and so pure and created this really cool, unique trophy uh, that has a lot of history built into it in a short amount of time is incredible. And, and a Twitter beef becoming a rivalry trophy, becoming this thing that funds two great causes with the Minnesota Masonic Children's Hospital and, and Jack's, like, th that's incredible. At the same time, the Old Oak and Bucket is what college football is, like, all about. It's this crazy, crazy, it's a bucket. 
But the fact that when you add a couple I's and P's and you put them on a chain and it's linked back to a civil war bucket, like it's just why why are we why are we why do we care so much about this object that really has no value attached to it? But kids go out on one Saturday every fall and play their asses off to hoist this thing. That's what's incredible to me. Not taking anything away from the awesome fact that like the $5 bits of broken chair goes to some awesome charities, which is fantastic. If you take that fact out of it, the old Oak and bucket is a better trophy and a better rivalry. And that's why I'm going with the old Oak and bucket. Look, I want, I want to expound on my, it's a bucket comment. When I, when I think of big 10 football, I think of things like the old Oak and bucket. Like it, it's got history. So it's, you've heard of this before this podcast? Yeah. Cause I had from NCAA 2004. Like I said, <laughs> great game, great game. Um, but it, it, it's old. It's got history. It's, you know, storied like the big 10, like the Midwest in football. And, and coming from an outsider's perspective, that's why I think of, you know, the old Oak and bucket is kind of like a, like the, like the, the, the Tolkien it's an uh, big 10 rivalry trophy. Uh, yeah, that's, institution. But, but will it be a part of NCAA 2021? That's a good question. That's a good question. Um, okay. and this is what you have. You have new age versus kind of the old school and, and yes, they each stand a, for their own yeah, thing. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what this. And, and a lot of these are going to like any of the newer ones, they're not going to have the history. And that's kind of the difference, I guess. True. Um, why we're voting. Yeah. I, I am very torn for those reasons. I $5 bits of broken chair is also one of the ones I loved to learn about. Um, it's history and just like how it organically came about uh, is awesome. Like, I, I just love the history. I love, it's very unique, like even outside of the charity aspect of it, like it's awesome. And then like how you guys have talked about old Oak and bucket created in 1925. It is, I, I was aware of that bucket before doing all this research. Uh, and I do like the uniqueness and the links and everything like that and neither of these games are games that like i'm super excited yeah. about so that's kind of a wash right so that's a wash for me i do i have said this before and i i have put a premium on like the rivalry between the schools and how close it is and how it is an in-state rival and while again we probably don't care about it um the two schools do uh, so I, I feel like I have to go with the bucket, even though I feel like I'm with Mike in the sense that like, obviously the $5 bits of broken chair is an awesome thing. And I'm really glad that it gets the recognition it does. So um, as a, as a new year. dad, you're, you're going to go with the bucket over sick kids. That's oh, lobby. That's that is lobbying right so there. Shitty. That is well, lobbying. No, what did Mike say earlier? Yeah. That's just my thoughts. No, it, it's, Hey. I, I'm sad to see this happen to the chair. I think we all love the chair. Yeah. But I am uh yeah. I, yeah, don't I I, I want to say I love the chair story. I love that it came from fan sourcing. I love that something yeah. good came out of Twitter for once. 
I love that. I love the chair, the charity aspect, the charitable aspect is great, but that is like the old open bucket is quintessential big 10 football. For it's me. a bucket. It's a bucket. Exactly. I wonder what uh, roller hockey Mark rates, rates the bucket at maybe a 6.3. 7.3. Yeah. We, we, uh, we, we don't know what, what uh, Mr. Katz thinks. Can, can um, we get him on? Uh, I, well, how I, do you say that? Yeah, I, welcoming I, Mark. From so he actually <laughs> rated the podcast a five point three, and he only goes on podcasts. So screw him. Or above. So he's um, out. Get him off the team. All right. So the last uh, quarterfinal matchup here that we have is the number seven Little Brown Jug and the number two Paul Bunyan's Axe. So what do you guys think about this one? Actually, why don't I, I'll go first? Um, so I, I. I love both. Obviously the little Brown jug is, is the same with the, the history aspect of it. Like it is the OG. Um, yeah. and the story itself is super crazy. Almost um, insulting. It's a seven seed given it. It is the OG. Absolutely. <clears throat> uh, and then with Paul Bunyan's ax, I personally like what Paul Bunyan's ax looks like. Um, better than the jug. Like it's obviously an ax. It has its own, really great history and rich history. They have the cool ceremony of like purposely or uh, pretending to chop down the uh, goalposts and that has led to confrontation, which is also awesome. Um, It's one of those things where in modern day, neither game again is, is a big must watch um, because Minnesota hasn't been very good. Um, Oh, 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 Sorry, you know sorry. This no is PGA flex slander on this podcast. See, my so we, we are, I can't believe I'm the first. One how do we not? How do we not begin with that? Run the boat, Sky. You go Gophers, baby. The stupid fake slide rule that I cannot. How do we not start with that? All right, Doyle's getting like louder and louder as we go. <laughs> um, so I think that's a closer, Doyle. Yeah. So I, I, I think for me, um. I'm going to have to kind of stick. It's tough. Cause I want to say like, I'm, you know, a traditionalist or whatever, but like both teams have both these trophies have rich history, but I, uh, something about the, the little Brown jug there, you know, for me, it's it, just that because it's the OG um, I'm going to have to go with the jug. Yeah. I'm with you, Jay. I think these are two uh, quintessential big 10 uh, rivalries. Uh, like I said, Northern Midwest, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you and I'm going to go with the jug. The, the OG. So I, I'm going to go with the Axe. You uh, I think it's a little bit of a bigger rivalry. I think, you know, it, it, in, in terms of quintessential Big Ten, it, I mean, it's a wash. Those, sure. are, yeah. those are two icons, right? Yep. Uh, but I think the rivalry is a little stronger for Minnesota, Wisconsin over Michigan, Minnesota. Um, and for that reason, I'm going to go with the Axe. Joe, go next. Yeah, I'm. Uh, like, like what's the deciding factor? Very similarly, I do like the axe. I think it's pretty cool uh, compared to all, most of the other trophies. Um, but the OG, the the jug is is it. So going with the jug. Okay, I I was wondering if I was gonna have to make the no. uh, decision, but um, I mean, when you look, I I love this picture. Uh, of of the guy with the axe, like, because it's, it's football, baby. This is college football. We got an axe, and we're gonna chop down some goalposts, and uh, it's gonna be great. But like, uh, you know, at the same time, all of the history that 
surrounds the jug. Yeah. And that history that, is yeah. crazy. The fact that, you know, everything surrounds the jug and the fact that so many trophies were like based Say off cheese. of it. Say cheese, baby. Uh, best, best party shirt ever. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just, uh, it's really hard for me uh, to go against the jug. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, I will say that, like, I loved learning about the axe. I love, like, the visual of, I think there's so much cool things that, that go with it and winning it. But, uh, sure. Yeah. For me, jug, I, I'm honestly surprised. I'm a little surprised that, uh, you know, because that's a two seed going down here to the number seven. And, uh, yeah. I, I mean, you, you could say that the top part of the, so when we look at the bracket, you could say the top part was pretty much Chuck and then uh, Upset City. In the this is going to be an interesting bracket. final. Yeah, it is. All right. So we, uh, we're down to the semifinals here, guys. Uh, this, this is shaped up to be some real like David and Goliath, you know, we, matchup we, in, the, in that final. Top four? Um, yeah. So we have the top four here are the number one seed, Floyd of Rosedale, the number four seed, Paul Bunyan Trophy the number 11 seed old oak and bucket and the number seven seed little brown jug so known as lbj lbj before there was a lebron james okay <laughs> all right so i think it's fitting that the old oak and bucket is a, an 11 seed like ucla was this year uh yeah this this they looks like a march madness bracket this year i'll just say that they are. They already aren't. They started. I think at like four, and then yeah, they were at like two at one point when they yeah, played they were two at one point. Oh, that's right. When they got yeah. killed by the Zags. Should we get a final four break here? Yeah, let's do a, a quick break. Kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So why don't we? Uh, the, you know, the people have spoken. They they want a little pee break and a, a sip time break. So we are going to. Go on a break and come back with the final four, guys. I'm not ready yet. <laughs> All right. Shout out our Willie. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. We are we are down to the final four here. The it final is, countdown. Uh, it, it is. It's it the final. It will be the best trophy of the year. Yes. Wow. As you can as you can hear, these chameleons are really coming in now. Baby of the year. <laughs> All right. So this first uh, semifinal matchup, we have the number one seed Floyd of Rosedale and the number four seed Paul Bunyan trophy. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna start us off here. Uh be the deciding vote. I this this for me, I, I really don't even have to think about this. Uh prior to starting this podcast uh, obviously I, I had an idea wanted to do some research to see if it was even feasible and the first thing i researched was floyd of rosedale which i had no idea what the heck it was uh and i instantly fell in love i could not wait for the episode to come to uh you know show mike and joe and the listeners and and tell the story uh obviously paul bunyan is near and dear to my heart but Floyd is a pig in the heartland right. and he was used to ease tensions, racial, uh, tension. racial tensions at the time. It, it, I am the biggest Floyd like supporter here. It's, it's Floyd for me. That's it. 
All right. <laughs> All right. What do you, uh, who, who, Doyle, what do you think? Oh, for me, I look, I, Paul Bunyan is quintessential Big Ten. Yep. But at the same time, he's not a 98 pound, two foot long, one and a half foot high bronze pig. Somebody listened. Or it's Wikipedia. Floyd. I, Floyd is great. I love Floyd. Floyd is the whole story behind Floyd. I, Iowa, Minnesota, also like a very Big Ten like rivalry. I, it is just it's Floyd for me. I'm sorry, it's Floyd. You don't have to be sorry. Joe, uh, Joe, Joe, what do you think? This one, yeah, this is a tough one for me. Kind of like EJ. It's it's I I kind of have some stake in this one. But I think, yeah, I think I'm the same. I think I'm going to go with Floyd. You have some work uh, in this one. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> it's uh, it's just unique. It's it's you don't none of the other trophies really besides that stupid bowl that they tried to copy it. But yeah, it's unique in its own that it's it's heavy. It's a heavy pig, <laughs> and these these beefcakes want to play for it. So I uh... oh, go ahead, Mike. Sorry. I was going to go Paul Bunyan. Okay. Really? I, I, I you still can. For the record. I, I love my big for the record. Floyd, but Paul Bunyan just, you know, Doyle with the with the whole, you know, sexuality of him. Like, oh, God. Yeah. No, but uh, I, I mean, they're both great. So, you know, my vote doesn't matter too much. But uh, I was thinking of going Paul, but uh, they're both okay. awesome. So I, I can't. They're both big, beefy fellas. So can't. Can't True. Knock it. Chris? Yeah, my vote doesn't matter, but uh, I, I will say my my prelim bracket is busted uh, <laughs> at this point. <clears throat> I was going to go with the beef beefcake bunion. Oh, Ooh. wow. So this... Uh, different beef. beef so th- now you guys really know that we didn't like premeditate this because obviously we would have done it way better for, <laughs> for drama reasons. <laughs> um, this is well, awesome. I just cross off uh, this one and this one and this one. Wow. I'm happy Floyd made it though. Now yeah. this is gonna be a tough one. All right, yeah. Guys. The so the, the next semifinal here: the old oaken bucket and the little brown jug. And I just want to say, this, I'm so happy that this is a matchup because these are the two I absolutely wanted to be matched up. Yeah. Then why don't you go yes, first? I'm happy. Yeah. I'm, oh. All right, Doyle. Yes, lead us off. You know what I'm gonna say, Mike? What am I gonna say? <laughs> it's a bucket. It's a bucket. I love the bucket. Which, which it's one? in state. It's I they they had a search committee. They had you know they found the Civil War bucket. It it's got the I and the P forming a chain linked together. It's got Lee Corso. There's a picture of Lee Corso holding it on our on our script. He, he looks good. great. He looks Get him great. out of here. And he looks great. I mean, no no disrespect to the little little brown jack. I feel like there's disrespect. Sounds like that was a no. Lot of the little brown drug is Taylor Swift, and the old oaken bucket is Beyonce. Beyonce made the best video of all. Time. No, it's the old oaken bucket. The brown Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> I'm Kanye West. If, in this reference, I'm Kanye West. It's a bucket. Okay, it's a bucket. At the end of the day, like I, little brown jug is the. They are. They're the OG. They're the ones that create this whole thing. They're the reason why. We have championship trophies, you know. I, I love that it was so pure and natural. And oh gosh, now I'm talking myself into the jug. 
because it was so pure and natural. I already marked you down for bucket, so. But, uh, you know, where the jug is the innovator, the bucket is the elevator. It elevates it to a next level. Get this guy coaching. It takes it to, when you add in the I's and the P's on the chain, the fact that it's an in-state rivalry, the fact that you two hungover dudes that came up with the reason for this trophy just because they saw some janitor in the lobby at the hotel after they got done banging out some chicks. This is... It's so stinking cool. It's a bucket. Is is that on the Wikipedia? That they were bringing some <laughs> so we'll just type that you wrote it on the Wikipedia. In the Wikipedia, it's there. Wait, it was on the Wikipedia. It's true. Um. All right. I'll, I'll go next, and I am going to add some drama here. Um. I love both of these. I think the history around the little brown jug and how it came about, and the just nastiness between. Yost and the coach from Michigan and the, the Minnesota and the, and the calling each other thieves and someone having it and holding it and the conspiracy theories and all of that. I have to go little Brown jug. I mean, it's got a great story that it arose out of a fear of being poisoned by the, the home fans. That's it, true. It's true. So I'll go next. Uh, and I have a couple points I want to make first. I, I, you guys probably know what I'm going to pick. I'm going with the, the little brown jug. It's the OG. I see the, I see it is a bucket, but I see the bucket as kind of being created because of what the, the little brown jug was. Uh, and, and the jug has, it's the charm. Like you don't have these, these little, this necklace with eyes and peas on it or whatever you want to call it. You have literally tally marks that are written onto this thing. And I think that's the kind of the OG charm that it has. Um, yeah, but it, I think the yeah. chain is, is, like I said, they are the innovators. They are, but they the, chain, the, game the chain, the chain, yeah, they take it's the them next off. Level. Yeah. They take these P's and I's it's off the, the next chain. Level. If it was so important, keep them all on and just let it keep getting longer. Joe, I want to I want to ask as as a Michigan fan, how important to you is the jug? Like winning winning the jug. How important is winning the jug? I would say it's fairly important. You don't want to lose to Minnesota. You don't want to lose to PJ Fleck. Whoa, 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 whoa! What did you just say? We I mean, know there's look, no obviously obviously you don't want to lose. You don't want to lose to Ohio State either. Sure, but, but also, how important is the is the bucket to? Indiana and Purdue, or even people who aren't involved in it. Everyone. I mean, Indiana, Indiana, Purdue, that's like the big Indiana. What I'm saying. And also the the girls volleyball team creating the spike with the like base off as an homage to the bucket. Like that's super cool. Yeah. But okay. What else is cool is all these other trophies being based off this bucket. Every trophy we talked about has pretty much come into has been created like after I said, the bucket. Like I, said, I think, I think you Freudian slipped and you meant to say jug, but you said bucket. No, they're both buckets. The jug they're essentially is the, the same OG. thing. So that's that is Freudian, but the, it shows the that the jug and the bucket the are the same. The bucket took it to the next level. How? 
I explained it already. It, the, yeah, with I don't the know if you did. The peas on the because chain they stayed at a hotel is incredible. <laughs> that's such a that's next because there's notches involved, Joe. There's notches. They took. Yeah. They they don't even keep all the eyes and peas on it. They they don't. Well, because that, that would be impractical. I mean, the Stanley Cup doesn't have every single ring on it, too. True. You, know, you got to pop them off sometimes. Who is the I'll Stanley Cup sure. competing with? The, no, I, I, I don't yeah. know. I guess the Calder Cup. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So that's why. Which is, the, which is the OG. arguably more important than the Stanley Cup. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. All right, Hershey Bears fan. All right. So I'm going. I'm going bucket. Uh, I think the the or sorry, I'm going jug. The bucket stemmed oh, from you the jug. another brain slip. Another brain yeah, slip. Dude, I don't think you're. I don't think you're all in on the jug. Hundred percent in on the, the jug. <laughs> All right, Chris. So you can either go with one and a half votes for the the jug, or two, and maybe another half vote for the bucket. It might be because the photo of the bucket's twice the size of this jug. Well, hey, I <laughs> operate the document. So, it's, so to me, I think this is a, a Michael Patrick Por- uh, Porkins versus Bart Holly Jarvis. For I think you should leave fans, and for me, it's the the jug by a mile. It's easy. It's easy. It's the OG. Uh, it's it's two classic teams. It's the jug. There you sorry, go. sorry to bust your bracket. We well, you know what though? Actually, I you know what? I oh you're switching. No, I love this final. This, I, yeah. I am semifinal. No, no this... now we're in the final. Well, oh, now okay. leading into the final. Because yeah. he's am... remarking on your pick. Yeah. I, I I guess that you know, I, I am a little I'm obviously sad about losing on the bucket because it's a bucket, but the fact that the originator, the number seven seed, it deserves a spot, is now in the final round matchup against our big boy, Floyd, the king, who I even put on Instagram post earlier in the season. I said, can anyone knock off the king? But you know what? Were we, were we looking, Pat? Were we looking too far in the future that we didn't bother looking? In the past, in the I mean, present? Floyd this, Rosedale, this smug smile might say otherwise. To be yeah. fair, Floyd let's get Chad Ball on here. He's too busy decorating a huge ass Christmas tree. What what's been edited out of this po- photo, by the way? Like what what is the big chunk out of the left corner? Oh, I, I don't know. EJ you don't want him that. Well, actually, you might want him that, Doyle. I mean, the picture was taken in like it, yeah, 19... I think it's it was just maybe got folded or something. Yeah, nineteen oh three. So. It took like so, seven years for it to actually like develop. So here, so here we are. So here we are, right? So Floyd and Rosedale, you know, they took down the Land Grant Trophy and the Paul Bunyan Trophy. Two, in my opinion, excellent trophies. I had the Bunyan going all the way, so. Yeah. And, and yeah, and I'm kind of surprised that, you know, like Floyd and Rosedale, I mean, that was a real close matchup matchup with Floyd and Rosedale and Paul Bunyan. I'm kind of surprised that the Michigan and Michigan State fans that make up two fifths of this group didn't yeah. push the Paul Bunyan there. I, yeah, I I, I've been talking about Floyd to anyone that wants to listen for a long Continue. time, here, guys. I, I I know that Floyd is like EJ. I know for you, you know. So our championship matchup with Floyd and the little brown jug. I know that Floyd, EJ, is like, you knew you wanted to do this podcast. Yes. And then Floyd, like, really was like, hell yeah, I want to do it. Yeah. But, like, 
let's not forget the reason why we are all here. And if the old oak and bucket because Texas is bad, one it's <laughs> the little brown jug who is the originator of this. And I, I mean, this is a super hard matchup because you have two great histories here. You have Floyd, who you know they brought in a freaking pig to ease racial racial tensions and you know the fact that it was a real pig that was used at first and now we have this lovely awesome massive girthy trophy which and, I'm a big fan heavy as all hell and a brand new big ass pig statue because of yeah. how much it matters to those two states yes and then we have the OG, the Will Brown jug, the one that so many people have tried to replicate with the spittoon with and steal a bucket. So many people have stolen. Like that's one of my biggest takeaways from this podcast is all the thievery that happens at the Big Ten. Yes. But you know what? At the end of the day, no matter what, no matter who wins this, row the boat, Sky Yuma, go Gophers, <laughs> Minnesota is what if it was what if PJ title. went to Texas? <laughs> Big, uh, big, uh, uh, I don't think we could handle it. Minnesota fan over here. You don't even know how much Texas that tank top would, would have been popped by now. I would buy so much burnt something orange, else would have been popped. It would make you <laughs> pop that shirt off. Little Paul Bunyan there. All right. So, so Mike, then who, what's your vote here? I don't know yet. So, I, I, I want to say, I, Do you I also any- like that it's a, it's a trophy think- that's both won or lost by Minnesota. Oh yeah, that's a good point. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, that's what that's what Mike just went on his whole speech. There was was. To I, I'm honestly, I'm I'm really, I did not expect this. I did not. Expect I didn't either. The OG. So so Mike, what did you have in your prelim finals? Yeah, who did My you see prelim it with finals? I thought it would be, I I didn't fill out the whole bracket. Uh, I thought it would be the bits of broken chair against Paul Bunyan is what I thought ooh. was going to end up. Hmm. Oh, you thought we'd all cave to the to Mike the charity the heartstrings the, the, the triple H. Well, yeah. I, I I thought Cyhawk had a chance too. I, I it did. I like Cyhawk. I thought I thought Cyhawk or Paul Bunyan would be the winner, to be honest. But uh, I all like right. where we're at. I'm just. Does, I'm not does anyone it. have? Does anyone already know their pick here? If Mike's undecided, I'll go ahead and pick. Okay. Um. So I obviously you guys just heard I voted against the Paul Bunyan in the last round for Floyd, and I've also voted for the jug. So I, I do like both. Um, I think they both have very interesting history and for their own good reason, like EJ mentioned with or sorry, with Mike mentioned with the racial tension, and one with potential poisoning of a team anthrax yeah yeah uh but for me i think the history the the og-ness i think i'm going with the jug uh i think floyd it's it's honestly i I think they're very close but i think i have to go with the original just because it's it's it is unique in that sense where like the bucket i feel like was kind of just mimics the jug uh, I think they're kind of all just taking after after this jug, which which is is a it's a compliment to to the jug and to the the history of it. Not that the it's not necessarily the best rivalry right now, um, but obviously back then it was. 
enough to create the first trophy. So uh, I'm going with the jug. Chris? I'm with Joe. I'm going to go with the jug. Uh, going back to the, the OG, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the first trophy. Um, Michigan, Minnesota, quintessential Big Ten. I'm, I'm team jug. Sorry, also to add on to that, Chris just kind of triggered me. Uh, when you think Big Ten, I don't think necessarily think Floyd. I think uh, the jug is is more what I think of when I think Agreed. of Big Ten. EJ, I think you should go next. Uh, oh, Mike, Mike wants to be the deciding factor. Here. <laughs> no, well, no, well I, I, I have no idea. Where yes, we know where Mike's voting. Well, Doyle is a, it's a, a wild, wild card, card. Wild card. Yeah. EJ EJ actually is kind of the, the deciding vote here. Like whether I mean he needs to not that, vote for to say the judge for us to matter. Is he just gonna put it to bed here? I don't think I know who anyone's voting for at this point. Yeah, agreed. I I have actually I have made my mind up, but uh, I voted <laughs> both of these into the final. I think it's very close. Um, I've just always, I've always liked, I I don't know. I can't, I I don't know how to describe this other than like, it was trophy love at first sight when I saw Floyd and just when I saw him. And then when I actually looked at the history and where the crazy story, the, the fact that it started off as not even like an idea of a trophy, right? It was just like, let's, let's do something to, to um, make this, you know, just a fun, yeah, just a fun little thing. Like, I don't think it really mattered at that point. What, um, what was given, like the game wasn't like, neither team was like, Oh my God, I want to win this pig. Like the real bet was just between the two um, governors. So the fact that then it turned into a trophy that both teams cared about. And to this day, 2021, they literally built a pig statue uh, to commemorate it, uh, you know, on top of the trophy. Uh, it's Floyd for me. Wow. Did not see that coming. So both these trophies have, you know, storied histories over a hundred years of, of, you know, a, a rivalry. Um, with Floyd going back to the 1930s and the jug, obviously being the jug. Um, you know, I love, I love Floyd, the story with the governors getting involved. I love, I love when the fans get involved and it goes all the way up to, you know, the elected representatives, the governors and the AGs, you know, accusing governors of, you know, inciting riots, you know, that it, it gets your legal eagle juices flowing. It does. I love it. I love it. Um, and then there's the jug. The jug stems for out of you know fear of being poisoned by the other team's legitimate, path. legitimate fear. <laughs> no, no, not right. This isn't a, a, a silly fear. The, a legitimate fear that they were going to get poisoned by the other team's fans. And I, I think we talked about people like players were dying. Isn't that around when they, wasn't that the episode? That was they, later. That's the thing. That was like in yeah. like the 20, so like they were still, still early. People but were like, dying playing this game at this point. No, there, like, I, it was crazy. Yeah. Wasn't there, wasn't there suspicion before that, the, the yeah. Jug game that someone got poisoned or yeah. many people? That, that, I think well, that's there where was, it stemmed from. There was from. a fear of poisoning. Yeah. Right. 
So it was, it was a founded fear of poison. It was not yeah. unfounded. Yeah. No. Yeah. Like that's, that's amazing. I want to be a part of that fandom. <laughs> not, not like, you know, the felonious part of the fandom, but like, you know, the lore. That's the best um, part. <laughs> <laughs> but for me, it's the 98 pound, two foot long, one and a half foot high bronze pig. Like, Iowa, I think Iowa Minnesota is a bigger rivalry now. Well, they play I, each I think other probably every year for the last, you know, several decades. Um, I think they're a closer match, uh, closer match teams than Michigan and Minnesota. Um, and that the, the livestock angle is kind of what the Midwest is for me. I think. I think Midwest and farming and, and livestock kind of go hand in hand and you the, the farming livestock angle kind of plays into the kind of football that I expect out of big time teams, like that traditional ground and pound, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust kind of football. And I think Floyd and Rosedale is kind of all of that. So for me, it's the pig. And Floyd was also a show pig. I feel like I, I don't say that enough. He's not just like a, he was a, a normal farm thing. pig. He was a real pig. He was a real he, show pig. He was a who, unfortunately, guy. a year after being a year so after being awarded, died of I, I can't remember what. Cholera. Died of something. Doyle, I'm gonna vote cholera. for cholera. Yeah. What? I'm for Doyle now. What's that? I'm voting for you. As the as the winning trophy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, Mike. It comes down to you. Take, take, take the pop off that shirt for this. <laughs> now it's a party. Take off your tarp. What, uh, so, what, what do you um, got for us? Gosh, Doyle, I see why you're a warrior. Such an impassioned <laughs> oh closing argument. Uh, add, add two no. chameleons and some bourbon, and he's a real warrior. Is that, is that I, a lot of court? I can't, I can't ethically bill when I'm like this, but. <laughs> Good. We can't afford you. <laughs> so, so, so I'll say this. I'll, I'll say, you know, the little brown jug is a trophy that I was aware of before we started this podcast, but I didn't know uh, all the history. The fact that, like, this is such a heated robbery. This thing got came about because of your poisoning. It was stolen back and forth. Do we have the real jug? Do we not have the real jug? What's the real jug? The same woman's been paying it for year after year. It's incredible. I love it. And as soon as we did that episode of the podcast, I'm like, yeah, I think we might have something here. Floyd of Rosedale. A a pig solving racial tensions is incredible. Like I can see why you were hooked on this story as soon as it came up. Uh, as soon as you started researching it, and it's incredible the sheer size and girth of this trophy beautiful. But there's only so, one OG, and that is the little brown jug, which is our champion of this. Ooh, that's not how I saw that going. Yeah, agreed. You should there start you with the one that's not your vote. Yes. It's a shit sandwich. Some would say. Some would say. And uh, pigs are known for making shit. So, or slop. So, 
Yeah, for me, it's got to be the little brown jug. I, I hate to give it to that smarmy asshole in his uh, sweater vest. Well, you're not giving it to him. You're yeah, giving well, it it's to the, the reason why we have all these trophies. It's where it all came about. And, uh, you know, for me, it, it's – I like to, you know, I, I, I just – it's the reason why so many other trophies were created. So I have to go with it. There's it's definitely a, a charm, jug. a charm to that kind of, yes. it's, it is like, it's just a freaking jug, but there is some charm to that that shows that it kind of, that's what everything was created based off of. It's just, it's, it just goes to show that something so simple can mean so much to many people. Yeah, I think it's just it, it, it comes down to like that. That was one of the first times like it, you had probably plenty of rivalries in the early um, 1900s, late 1800s when when football is being played. But it's just like the fact that that was the first time someone said, like, well, let's play for something like, you know, yeah. beyond this crazy story. Like it, it just was college football is what it is because of rivalries and as we'll, we've learned in this season, as we'll learn in future seasons, what has stemmed from an idea like that has, has some really cool, creative, unique ideas that just make all of these games more fun for the players playing in them and ultimately for all of us viewing. So um, as much as I would have loved Floyd to win, uh, you know, the little brown jug, the seven seed here, probably criminally underseated uh criminally is is a great champion uh i think for our season one and i'm excited to to put this up against some future seasons too uh, yeah. you you wait till we have a champions bracket um Can we but, a... oh go ahead okay. what i was just gonna say <laughs> can we should we give a should you give a preview of future seasons so i i, I Yes. So like I, I just, spot. No, that, that's Sorry. fine. So I, I mean, it was kind of something that I was going to uh, touch on, but let me first say just thank you. I, I think we kind of thanked everyone after our last episode, but now this is the finale for season one. Uh, we just want to thank you guys again for listening, uh, for sticking with us. Obviously, this is uh, the first time we're doing this, and uh, we've really enjoyed it. I hope that's at least come through, even through uh, the slurred words and, you know, the, uh, the, topics that have gone off you know off the rails and uh but really appreciative uh please continue um to support us to follow us stay tuned for season two uh as chris alluded to we are going to continue to do uh trophies however we are not going to do trophies in season two we're going to hold off and we're going we have some really cool ideas of of something to do for season two and we will uh let you guys know what uh what we come up with after the the new year so uh everyone the doyle chris thank you guys for for joining Thanks, uh, boys. It, it was awesome to have you guys on here uh mike and joe thank you for not thinking this idea was crazy and for <laughs> helping me along the way i think it was uh, a lot of fun and uh, i can't wait for our future seasons also, thank you to Nathan and Adam. And do we have anyone else on? Um, we're going to feel really bad if we did. 
Well, thank you to everyone, Ben. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for our guests. Thank you for all the people that have interacted. All uh, the future sponsors, you know. Yes. Thank uh, you to the NCAA. Uh, actually, no. Uh, screw the NCAA. Thank yeah, forget you to it. All the individual programs that showed out and made this one hell of a football season. And let's cheers to a fantastic bowl season ahead, boys. And uh, yeah, I mean, college football, baby. That's there what you go. Cheers. So, for Mike and Joe, I'm EJ. Always remember, too much of anything is bad, but too much good whiskey is barely enough. Cheers, boys. Thanks.